0: Yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. In this episode, in the first segment, we talk a little bit about our friends who are going through all these tragedies. We've got friends in the hurricanes. we got friends in earthquakes. We've got friends in Mexico. we got friends in Miami. we got friends everywhere. we got fans everywhere. Uh, we also talk about Philip Bondi's article in Forbes. Uh, we don't want you to click on it. We want you to listen to our take. I don't have very nice things to say about him. We talk a little bit about our All-Star Week video, and we also talk about NYCFC. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff we talk about. We also talk about Alex- Alexi Lalas's, uh what he said. And the flames he's throwing at U.S. soccer. In the second segment, we
1: talk to Matty Doyle, Matthew Doyle, Matt Doyle, <laughs> all <laughs> three of them. He's uh, you know you know him from MLSsoccer.com. He's the you know the original MLS analyst. He, he does all his work out of the analyst den. And we find out if. Does he think that the that US soccer is is would benefit out of missing the World Cup Alexis thinks he's uh, he thinks it's a good idea to you know and and Maddie Dole gets very very upset at him I think I prove him wrong uh, <laughs> please listen in um, and again I'm speaking for the fans not
0: necessarily for myself somebody's got to do it uh, and in the third segment, we talk about a lot we talk about all the MLS games uh, we talk about some of uh, the cool stuff we're doing in Atlanta uh, we talk about uh, some of the uh, disrespectful stuff Atlanta's doing to FC Dallas we talk about D- uh, DC United versus Orlando Vancouver versus Real Salt Lake. We talk about NYC versus Portland. And you know what else we talk about? Some of the events that we're doing down there and some of the cool things we're getting, plus some of the reviews. And maybe we need your help getting rid of one weird review that I guarantee you is coming from a Men and Blazers fan. Uh, but other than that, we talk about even more on this episode of The Cooligans!
2: Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than The Cooligans.
1: Yeah, baby! Hello, welcome to the cool again!
0: Ah man, what a I'm happy to be back. In America?
1: Bro, nobody asked you. Uh, well, <laughs> you're not lying. Uh, no
0: one cared. I don't think anyone even noticed I was gone.
1: Wow, that was fast. That was, uh, the pod, as soon as we hit record, you're like, let's talk about me. Well, yeah.
0: I was just saying how oh, I'm happy to be back in America. A country that I love. Where are you on that, Christian? <laughs> oh, who knows? Uh,
1: <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. I, are I, you hit, it's
0: complicated?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My relationship status is, it's it's a little weird right now. It's so iffy. Uh, Jesus. Are all
0: your relationships like this?
1: (laughs) Ours, you and your girl, (laughs) you and America. Um, Boy. No, but welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the show for the listeners. Welcome back to America, Alexis. Alexis was in. Ireland in the great state of Ireland. The great- <laughs>
0: Technically, it's a state, right? They call
1: themselves states. It's the fifty-first. It's the fifty-first state. It's gonna. It's gonna get. It's gonna I, become we, a state before Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I mean, whatever's left of it after the after the storm. But uh, no, Puerto Rico fine. Puerto yeah, Puerto is. Rico actually was fine. Yeah, yeah. so was Dominican uh, Republic. Yeah, there you go.
1: Not Cuba though.
0: Cuba walloped wow so they always try to take you out when you're on top baby (laughs) they try to take out the best they leave the old (laughs) stragglers behind try to take out the good ones yeah um but yeah um i have not been able to reach uh my family in cuba and also haven't attempted to but my family has and uh so far we know that they're okay
1: okay yeah all right so that's that's uh good to hear
0: Somebody just put a regular picture up of a van and be like, oh my God, the destruction of this storm.
1: The before and the after the yeah, It's like yeah, the same. It's the same. <laughs>
0: it's the same. Nothing. A couple of trees. A couple of trees were lifted.
1: Yes, we're joking. I mean, we're joking around about, obviously. Yeah, we want everyone to be okay, which reminds
0: us Tropic Sounders. That's right. Tropic Sounders. Siege, Siege tried to wait out the storm. Yeah. He started tweeting that he. Like he drilled the door, and I'm like, already, oh, this is too manly for me. Like he's doing <laughs> shit that I can't do. So Siege, if you're listening, we we hope you're okay. Let us know what you need. We will uh, get the the cooligan army together and uh, figure out a way to to do something. I know Ariel uh, tweeted at him. Let us know what you need. Uh, you know, she's a big Miami person. Uh, you know, yeah. I got family in Miami. Just had a Cuban sandwich for lunch. I'm here
1: to help. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just that support anywhere I can. If food, Any food-based help where I can eat, that's, yeah. that is how I will but support if I can Buddy, if
0: I can eat my way into philanthropy, <laughs> you have no idea. I will get a statue at some point uh, for all I've done for the poor, if I can eat my way into helping oh, but other though, people. You know what?
1: But then the liberals probably can get that uh, statue they, taken down. Right, those, those damn... <laughs> Left wing liberals. You know how they hate uh, you know, statues of a fat guy eating sandwiches? Yeah, right? Just <laughs> eating a sandwich.
0: Not hurting anybody. Yeah, I'm a pretty good guy. <laughs> well, thank you. There's going to be a bunch of Cubans with tiki torches defending that statue. <laughs> Please don't do that. Please don't uh, do that.
1: Uh, but thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, we definitely uh, hope you guys are all right. If you don't know. Uh the Tropic Sounders are a uh you know, Miami based Seattle Sounders supporters group. Absolutely. And uh and you know, they're they're fans of this show, so we wanna make sure that uh they're doing all right. So uh yeah, not not only did uh Tropic Sounders deal with some stuff, also uh uh Nate Aburea. Ney who was who was just on our podcast, was just on our podcast last week. He on the podcast, he was talking about uh, you know he covers Liga MX and he was going to Mexico City. Perfect timing to cover a game. Uh, and, uh, and as soon as he arrives, uh, there's an earthquake,
0: <laughs> which lets him know the Aztec gods do not want him in Mexico.
1: <laughs> they don't want, they, the Aztec gods do not want him doing our podcast. I think that was, uh,
0: <laughs> our podcast. That, think was, that was
1: it. That was the sign. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's doing all right. And he wrote a lot about sort of, you know, that, that experience there. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely fine. Uh, we, we saw some video, uh, of it and, and he's, he's, He's mentioned that he's doing okay, but he was a little time without power. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, being in an earthquake is pretty scary. You know, I was I was in the, the terrifying earthquake uh, in, in New York City that that trembled for, uh, you know, maybe half, half a second. And, I uh, nearly got fired during that hurricane. Hurricane Be- or earthquake. I'm sorry, during the earthquake because because okay. they thought I was it was on- you jumping around. I was. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: Wow! Low blow. What? Low blow, blow we're trying, Polanco. We're trying to get
1: back on. You know, you just got back to America.
0: Jesus.
1: <laughs> Why would?
0: Buddy you- came in hot, huh? <laughs> Why would? You be I- fine? Wow. What did the Earth? Welcome to the uh, pro fat shaming podcast. <laughs> wow. What? You know who's mad at you right now, Emmanuel Nicholas? That's who's <laughs> mad at you right now. Don't you dare
1: what why what the what is the connection between you possibly getting fired and because
0: i was i was doing a consulting gig at the time uh-huh. and you know you're supposed to remain professional because you're not technically an employee yeah. i was on the 15th floor And at first I thought I was dizzy. I'm like, Oh man, am I getting vertigo or something? And then I looked down at the computer screen and the computer screen is shaking back and forth. So I was like, Oh, I wonder why that's shaking. I look out the window and I noticed the other buildings windows are kind of doing that back and forth thing where we're not matching up. And I'm like, how the building's shaking, I wonder why the computer in the building's shaking. And my mind was like, This is a goddamn earthquake. And I just get up. I go, holy fucking shit. (laughs) What the fuck do we do? I just started screaming the most amount of expletives uh, ever. uh, And all the business acumen and decorum went right out the window. Um, People started spilling out into the streets. When we all got back in, um, I had to have a meeting about uh,
1: my composure during the... earthquake I feel like they should let it slide I, well that you point. and me you and me both buddy uh, <laughs> that, that's how you know how when uh, uh, a lot of black comics do this when they'll they talk about like how how black people should react like e- even like in a scary movie or something right. they'll be, they'll, if, if a, a black person is about to get like chainsaw they'll be like man if that was me i get the fuck up out of there this is some bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am dealing with this shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah that's what? what you do
0: when there's <laughs> a chainsaw coming at
1: you but I'm yeah. saying that you reacted like it, uh, and, and I In an honest way. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? You need to, even in the most dire of tragedies, you need to make sure that you, that HR doesn't get upset with anything. Well, that
0: was the funniest part of the meeting was uh, somebody goes, you know, um, I was there and I was scared. uh, But in hindsight, I think the way you reacted was probably (laughs) not the best example. And I go, so you're claiming that how I reacted during... Probably the first earthquake in New York City history, <laughs> while on the 15th floor of a very old building, which I would assume is not prepared for an earthquake. Yeah, uh, you think I set a bad example for the next earthquake? <laughs> And they were like, we don't like the tone you're using during this meeting. And the lady, the HR lady was on, on the phone. She was like on speakerphone. She's like, yeah, I mean, there's really no precedent for what happened. But we just feel like if it does happen again, we need to consider a different ra- route. And I'm like, yeah, I'll consider all those things.
1: They, they were preparing for the aftershocks. They
0: were like, oh, all yeah. right, Alexis. They may be happening in an hour and we need you to not use the C word so many times. And the lady's like, we're all going through it. You should not have sworn so much. I'm like, just... Who gives a shit? It's an earthquake. (laughs) That's so funny. So yeah, I found a way to make all these tragedies about me. <laughs> if that's what you're wondering.
1: Yes. So uh, now that we got that sorted out, yeah. Welcome to the Cooligans, everybody. Ah, welcome yeah, that's right. Show.
0: We're doing a soccer podcast. <laughs> Have you heard?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and, and it, clearly the Earth uh, is trying to, you know, remove us from the from the planet. They're trying to swallow all our friends. They're trying to swallow seeds. <laughs> They're trying to They're swallow Madea Barra. I mean, these are our only listeners, guys. Hey, come on, so guys. I'm
0: taking <laughs> away the only people who will support this show. Hey, mother nature could you stop being <laughs> such a cock block? can you tone it down uh,
1: a little bit yeah we need
0: to talk about your decorum <laughs>
1: i know alexis swore during one of your tantrums <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we you know like can we for, can we forgive at this point
0: because they thought you caused it you're an asshole
1: <laughs> you're just an asshole. we're having a good time doing comedy that's all. <laughs> one of us is <laughs> <laughs> um but, yes, uh, even though uh, there were a lot of uh, scary things that happened, uh, soccer, soccer lived on. Soccer continued. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the NFL began. To, you know, the, the, the other. Uh, what, yeah, I'm a little bit.
0: Uh, I was bored by it. I was pretty bored by it. Uh, and ratings are down, I think, 12%.
1: Yeah. Dude. I, it's all happening. It's so interesting. Just the, the the last like three years of my life, I've watched so much more soccer than I ever have. Yeah, and I've been so conditioned now that I'm like, what, what is what are, you, what are you stopping for? Yeah, what, what is going on over here? Just
0: pick up the ball and run <laughs> with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, pretty dull, but MLS was uh was pretty hot, and the and US soccer uh had oh. a, had a couple games, and that wasn't. I mean, I, I feel no, it was not as hot. uh lukewarm, not
0: even. Um, it was. <laughs> Uh, The hottest thing was Alexi Lalas coming in, barnstorming. But I will say that, you know, I've watched soccer my entire life. And I think when you and I started this, I think the scale started to tip where the ratio was maybe 50-50. And I love uh, the Giants and I love the Yankees and I love the Knicks. I probably don't pay attention to any of those sports as much as I do soccer now. Part of it is because we do this and we have to pay attention to oh the boy. whole league and whatnot. Oh but, boy. but the other part is, <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm like, I wonder what game is being played in Serbia right now. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I'm not that interested yeah, yeah. in the NFL. It's just, it seems like it just goes on forever. Well, and and I'm I'm interested in those moments and I you know you know the one channel that I love to watch is Red Zone I don't have it but I have a friend who has it okay and that's every a, once in a while they, on they direct just, TV right yeah and they just keep cutting to like whenever you get in the Red Zone they'll cut to that game mm-hmm. oh my God it's like watching a soccer game it's just nonstop action it's just
1: only the interesting parts uh, of yeah. the game yeah it's like a condensed MLS match when you yeah. watch on MLS live which is beautiful uh but yeah this uh uh yeah a, a couple things were going on uh but uh, yeah I think. I, I, well, Matthew Doyle is on the show today. Oh yeah, uh, and we're excited to talk to him because he, he I mean, he's uh, you know formerly MLS analyst, and he, you know, he he, he does all his work out of the analyst den, but he he's he's. Going to be the the right person to speak to when it comes to uh, getting uh, a, a real a real take that that isn't you, you know after what Alexi Lalas did and the, the and we'll talk about it yeah all. the Alexi Lalas incident as everyone is uh we'll bring
0: that up in a little bit and I have I have to take uh, Matt Doyle to task because I'm not coming with any facts whatsoever <laughs> yeah uh, you better be ready yeah. for some uninformed opinions <laughs> you listen up Matt Doyle you better be ready for pure emotion <laughs> and saying it as if it were fact because that's exactly what I'm bringing Matt. Yeah, I might uh, even I might even quote the Bible a little bit. <laughs> you know, I might even quote somebody important, which is just what I said last week. So be ready for it. You know, and just, and just say it was a source. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if you read this, but somebody's talking about. You know, like, wait, didn't you tweet that? Shut up, Matt. Shut up. It's facts. Uh, because uh, th- you know the cool thing is we brings fa- we brings facts. <laughs> B. there's
1: a there's a couple of interesting things going on with just American soccer, and and, and I think this this has led to. Uh, Alexi Lalas's rant has has led to a lot of uh opinions on the state of American soccer and w- which I kind of I enjoy that there's a dialogue about
0: it 100% and I don't think anyone's going to solve uh American soccer over Twitter <laughs> I don't think that that's going to happen but I think a lot of people have opinions on American soccer and uh, sometimes it's out of love and sometimes it's out of pure stupidity
1: <laughs> like Philip Bondi. Philip Bondi, who is uh, he is a
0: journalist and, and he's he, a for a huge sports, huge sports magazine. Uh, you guys all know it. And it's your, it's your probably your soccer Bible. Uh, <laughs> Forbes dot I mean, I that's that's my
1: number one go to. That's where I go right now. Like, I, op- I open it up. Every time I look up uh, what are the current rates of Bitcoin, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. I look up the soccer information. On yeah, yeah, I go in
0: the other way. I go soccer first, <laughs> Then I'm like, let me see about this Bitcoin thing.
1: So, um, but Philip Bondi did uh, write an article on uh, on Forbes.com, and, and the title of it is uh, "Stop Pretending to Be British: U.S. Soccer Clubs uh, Find Some Better Nicknames." So he, his issue is uh, with the naming schemes uh, for uh, Major League Soccer teams.
0: Uh, could you read that again?
1: Uh, it says, stop pretending to be British, Comma, U.S. soccer clubs. Clubs. Yeah.
0: Clubs is already right, right there. a you're, British thing. You're so already- you're doing it too. <laughs> you're doing it too, Philip. All right. And here's the other thing. It's just it, the article itself is, it, I can't tell if it's tongue in cheek, you know, or, or if it's just really dumb. Like, here's what I have I to mean, say.
1: I mean, you know, Forbes.com is not the onion. So no. I'm, I'm presuming it's serious, but it's, it's it came across a bit op ed. One of the points he tries to make,
0: and I know you have the quote pulled up, uh, but he talks about uh, major league soccer franchises and he talks about how The naming of them, the FC and the SC. Uh, And the Uniteds. And the Uniteds. Primarily how many Uniteds um, play against you. And then he makes a joke about the fact that it's Atlanta United FC. As much as we joke about it, Manchester United is Manchester United Football Club. Yes. They're MUFC, okay? Their hashtag is MUFC uh so you know let's stop acting like what atlanta united did is that crazy now granted you know calling it la united fc maybe sounds too much they should have just went with atlanta united and they happen to be the atlanta united football club i don't mind if you go football club i love when you go soccer club i don't mind that at all but this idea that we're fetishizing the british part of the game i how about people in latin america call it that latin american uh you know the Club de Football, Athletic Club. Yeah, they do um, it too. They do that too. Isn't you know there where they Barcelona
1: go- in like Ecuador?
0: Yeah, Barcelona S C. Yeah. Um uh, which I believe is sporting club. Uh where did they get the FC from? Where did they even get the name football from the same place we got soccer from, from England. So why would we not name our sports teams that way? And also this whole idea that naming them the Bobcats or something like that, the, you know, instead of New York city football club, we were in New York city pigeons or whatever, that that would ingratiate more American fans. How about that Atlanta United FC team that you were shitting on? They average what? 50,000 fans a game. I those seem to mean to me like maybe, maybe they're
1: Americans. But if, you know, if they were the Atlanta Wolverines, uh, I mean, they would probably get a hundred, right? hundred thousand.
0: To- <laughs> I mean, you know, people be building their own stands, <laughs> scaffolding just to see the game. This is the dumbest thing. I, the, here's, a, and look, I don't want to, you know, I think people have been going after uh, Philabondi and we're not the place for that. So uh, we want to make sure that we use decorum. Uh, when we're saying this, so from the bottom of my heart to you, uh, Philip Bondi, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, you're an idiot. And in this case, you don't know what you're talking about. It makes no sense, your argument. And your argument sounds like a like an antiquated uh, get off my lawn. By the way, guess what? Uh, New York Cosmos, uh, the L.A. Aztecs, uh, the, you know, San Diego, whatever, kickers, whatever they were. Soccers. Yeah. The, so- the, yeah. All of these. That was during the NASL. Where are they? Yeah, if that draws the American fan, where are they now? Yep. One team was playing in freaking fringe. Yep. Remember that they had fringe on their jersey. Fringe. You know what fringe is? It's like those strings that hang off of like cowboy jackets and and stuff that come down. It's like the pieces oh, of leather. Yeah, yeah. One team had that across the carolot. It was Colorado like, Caribou like ta- or something tassels? like that. They
1: had like tassels
0: all on across there? the chest. <laughs> <laughs> It was like one big tassel that's
1: they should have like yeah. what's more
0: American than
1: that Wait, can it can a kid just be nipple tassels? I mean, <laughs> be careful, Seth
0: bladder wanted that for the women's remember. <laughs>
1: He's like, I know how to sell this league <laughs>
0: this, this article uh, Your kid's sponsored by Wicked Weasel <laughs> I don't know what that is It's, it's, a, it's a nipple tassel? Se- no, they make really tiny see-through bathing suits se- It's just hilarious, people get the reference All right. I don't want to look through you your You know pl- who gets the reference? Ted Cruz Dirty bird, <laughs> you dirty
1: bird Teddy. Do, it, do
0: your thing, Teddy. I, Teddy You really are a little Cuban, Ted <laughs> You dirty bird
1: <laughs> This article screams uh, uh, just a lot of I guess what, what I get frustrated with is people um giving their suggestions on how to uh help american soccer and uh, like which is our entire part, which is yes. like you know, you know, <laughs> which, no no no. it kind of is no no but we we're not deliberately like hey th- this is the 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 strategy to grow the game we're just organically like talking about it more what if we did this yeah yeah so so but this in itself is like if this is your like go to idea for like you know what this is if we change just this thing like if somebody uh at uh, uh, US soccer or at MLS was like look Philip he wrote this article and I really think that we we should consider this uh, with our expansion. Like that's it's such a dumb uh uh suggestion. It's a, it's just a bad idea yeah. for like w- if if anybody's contributing ideas to like how how do we help grow the game? Right. If somebody said like, "Oh, you know what the names? I think is, is there a, a better brand name that we can come come up with when when it's like the 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 results of the end uh, of the success of certain teams that are named th- these names that he finds You're annoying. Print-
0: New York Rebels isn't doing as well in the stands As NYCFC Sure There's one example
1: Yeah, there's nothing to support this opinion Outside of just like he even gives data
0: against it He said that, uh, you know, the second The USL uh, and the NASL surveyed their initial fan bases And discovered their preferences lay in traditional European names What the hell? Why'd you even write this article? (laughs) This makes no sense You're pulling in Alexis You're saying, look, here's the data but I think it's this other
1: thing. Yeah, it's almost like look, we know exactly what the fans want, yeah. but we're going to do the complete opposite. But have you thought about this? <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> it's uh, it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, uh you know, I, and it it it, it kind of suggests like, well, why are we talking about it? But right. this is the it, 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 these are the voices uh that have like uh, the, these large platforms to 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 talk about American soccer, and it just sounds like that the people with the the biggest sort of uh, uh you know. Uh, you know, uh, microphones or whatever, are... The most uninformed, or the,
0: yeah, or give the worst opinion. Why do we let idiots talk into those microphones? Which you know, whatever. Maybe you're thinking that about <laughs> us, but whatever. I mean, he even goes on to say something like, uh, "Hold on, uh, what's the thing about?" He says about Real Salt Lake. He goes, "The moniker Real Salt Lake was lazily inspired by clubs from La Liga. Oh,
1: well, which one? It was yeah, like a so well. There's a bunch. Right? I know, I
0: know, but, it's but just... it was not meant to distinguish the team from fake Salt Lake. Oh boy. Hold on. Let him just sit in that bomb.
1: <laughs> it's just a bad
0: just. Marinate in your Terrible joke it's Mr. A, Bondi it's, it's a bad joke Oh my god And also if you did any research, you would know that Real is a Spanish word for royal, yeah. And the king used to distinguish the, the clubs and allow them to be the royal version of that team. So you're now the Royal Madrid, you're Royal Sociedad, you're. Oh, it, it, the the lack of I know what the problem is. I've seen four games and I could solve <laughs> this on Forbes.com. And the problem is the naming of the clubs. If we called them franchises instead, and we call them the wall. Water- (laughs) bats. A lot more people would go to the games. And I guarantee you there's going to be more fans at LAFC than there are at LA Galaxy. And I guarantee you that if there was Chicago Football Club, there'd be more fans and they played downtown, there'd be more fans there than at the Fire. And on and on and on. And It's mainly not because of the naming. And I don't think people are reacting negatively to the traditional American names of city and nickname. It's not necessarily that. It's that a lot of these newer teams that are coming in, first of all, some of them are owned by European outfits I like MYCFC. So there's a reason why it's called that. Yeah. And second of all, they come with a more modern marketing. And that seems to be working. Not the naming of the team. The entire article was a time suck. It was a waste. I don't understand why you did it. You got us talking about it. So salute you, Mr. Bondi. Bravo, sir. You did your job. Uh, and by the way, I think this guy's Argentinian. I don't think you're allowed to be Argentinian anymore.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like... We all know Boca Jr. This, uh, platypuses. This, this article is the equivalent of a dive. I mean, it deserves yellow? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> he just, banned. He should be banned from the next five yeah, articles. I do want to give you some credit. That was a great uh impression you did of uh do you know Professor Frank from The Simpsons? The the the, the, the nerdy no, uh I don't watch the Simpsons. Um, it was good. It
0: sounds was just it like good? him, yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my black comic doing a white guy voice. That's what I that's what I went with. Well you nailed it, buddy.
1: Buddy. Right
0: <laughs> right there.
1: Uh yeah, so the the yeah, this so this article obviously yeah because of the Alexi Lawless, uh, uh thing. It, it was it was weird. It was like your your rant right now was just uh the the Alexis Lawless. Uh, <laughs> <Well, laughs> incident. <laughs> I like to think Alexi
0: got it from me. You know. Uh, you really- well, what do you think? Would you would you feel is connected to NYCFC or any club if they were city nickname?
1: Uh, you know I I don't really. I don't really think about the naming. I think I... I, If they were like the New York City Bears. Well, I know that when I uh, started watching, you know, soccer, European soccer and everything and and started hearing the names, I I was confused by it because I was, uh, you know, used to the American... Yeah, you're prepared for, you know, Everton toffees. yeah. So um, it, it, it's it's just a it's a cultural thing. It's just a thing you just start to get used to, and once you understand it, you're like, oh, okay, I get sort of the naming behind it. But I I uh, knowing that I feel more comfortable with that naming style over. Uh, you know, naming it over an animal or something I, I i kind of like Chicago Fire makes sense to me because it's like the the, the Chicago fires were like a very uh, uh, you know important part of like the history of Chicago and right and and, and and it defined of like what a lot of what the city is like. Why today? not
0: commemorate that tragic event?
1: <laughs> sure, by naming a soccer team. Yeah, I don't think that NYC 9/11
0: would
1: have been. <laughs> yeah, that probably would. I don't. I don't even want to see the logo. Don't even, <laughs> you don't don't even submit any suggestions. And <laughs> If
0: they lose two in a row, I mean that would be.
1: <laughs> oh my god that was awful uh, but, but yes i don't i i don't think that's a good idea <laughs>
0: but i add that we're in new york city
1: we're <laughs> allowed to make that joke uh, correct so the uh, I'm, yeah i'm i'm perfectly fine with uh with the european naming uh structure and i i like the you know i i, I like the it just, I don't know, it just feels right. It's like one of those things where, like, there was a, I remember re- uh, uh, seeing this, uh, it was an article or video, I forgot what I saw, The about, um, People who innovate on products, right? Yeah, and one of the things uh, was that like, it was
0: about us and comedic soccer. <laughs> yeah,
1: was, we were one of the examples. Uh, but one of the things was about um, toothpaste, right? And and the way like uh, better ways to open toothpaste, and and people that like people are uh, were like innovators, always trying to figure out like because the, the old twisty uh, toothpaste. Uh, Was very popular Uh, And they changed it To find a better one Like the the ones that open And that are just easier To get the toothpaste out Yeah like the snap open Yeah Yeah. and then So they found that When they made the change That it was more efficient To get the toothpaste out And uh, But the issue was That people hated it Because they were so used to Yeah, they were used to the inefficient. They they were used to the inefficient. It was just they grew up with it, and that when it was changed, they were like, "What the hell?" They they had trouble getting their toothpaste out, so it was frustrating. So that's that's sort of how I I see this. That it's like maybe it's maybe the naming structure is like weird to people, but it just we're just so used to it and it feels right. Right. That I'm comfortable with. Here, that's how I feel about the European uh, naming uh, style. So, like New York sure. Red, to me, New York Red Bulls is is probably like the uh, such a like a very American, uh, St- extremely Americanized, and and it's 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 a little bit weird that it, it is a brand name, uh, which is
0: kind of European, which is kind of like you know world football to have like a brand associated with it. Oh shit!
1: Oh my god! Hold on one second. Wow. Well, okay. So
0: sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. We just almost had our own earthquake <laughs> uh, here, and we can report, yeah, think- uh, our findings. It is pretty horrific. <laughs> yeah, it is equivalent to uh, every other tragedy. Well, I mean, probably more important. Uh, <laughs> so we're uh, our GoFundMe will begin uh, probably up by the time you listen to this. If you don't know what happened, uh, the reason we we cut so quick for you guys, it was less than a second. Uh, but one of our lights, that one of our studio lights, that we have here, uh, tried to kill us. Uh, Clearly an agent of Sunil (laughs) Gulati does not like this conversation.
1: Yeah, it it was sent, uh, hired by Philip Bondi. Yeah,
0: Philip Bondi was like, send it in, Forbes. (laughs) Hit the button
1: now. They're like, they're going to know we can control lights. Yeah, so clearly there's a conspiracy. And uh, I'm just glad... You know, we did I think this podcast will be the the, the Alex Jones of soccer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got you guys don't understand. Just, let me tell you
0: people. They're after us. Okay. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> These immigrant lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. my god.
1: Well yeah, that was a, that was a little scare for a second. Well, the light fell and then knocked over like every beverage that was on your desk.
0: Yeah. Well, my wife likes to leave her teacups on the desk <laughs> and a glass of water and both of those mixed into (laughs) a terrible, uh, you know, uh, potion that was coming at you primarily. I was free and clear. I was in uh, I was I was
1: closest to it. And uh, look, you know what? Look at the video. We're going to post this video. (laughs) It's just, uh, you know, near death experiences. Really? I feel like I'm a changed man. Are you? I will say that my adrenaline is much higher right now. Yeah, you. I. I, I was kind of. Uh, once I saw what happened, I was. Uh, I was like, well, you know what? The show must go on. Yeah, I have to continue. You were like, well, I mean, there's water everywhere, but we need to talk. And I was like, everybody
0: save the kids.
2: Oh
1: boy. Well. Um, we're yeah. back. Well, I don't remember what we were talking. We were talking about the, yeah, the uh, U.S. soccer and the naming and all that stuff. Okay, so we we got that out of the way. So- yeah. Well, we now know that naming it
0: differently would not change anything. Um, but we just want to say to uh, Philip Bondi, if. If you're here and you can control anything else, <laughs> I take back everything negative I said about you.
1: Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, you know, uh, anti-FU Philip Bonding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we are like positive F-U Philip now. <laughs> Um But uh, let's uh, let's talk about a couple other things uh, before we get to our conversation with with Maddie. Yeah, we're gonna
0: look. I mean, we're gonna talk about. U.S. soccer a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we can
1: talk about the lawless stuff. But,
0: uh, you know, he's probably a better person. And I, maybe he won't bring up the lawless stuff because, you know, of his connections and stuff. But well, one of the know, things that we were talking a little bit about, uh, the U.S. played badly. And then this conversation came up of what if they missed the World Cup? Yeah. And what would that do? And that's what I want to talk to Matt about. Because I don't think it's this terrible thing that everyone's saying. It may not
1: solve all the issues. But could it really be that bad? It, financially, yes. It's just a bad thing when it comes to where it comes to money. This is why the you know big clubs don't want to miss out on the Champions League for this uh, you know
0: this exact sure. reason. But like Arsenal missing out on the Champions League, right? It c- c- forces you to ask uh, you know the tough questions: Are we doing these things right? So on and so forth. For American soccer, I think a lot of the fans feel that this is patchwork. And that we're somehow making it work, but there's ways to be more efficient. But those would make tough business decisions that, you know, the those at the top do not want to make or they're avoiding or ignoring. And they're sort of trying to go this other route. So maybe it's a way to sort of stop going down that road. What do you think? And we're going to talk to Matt about this, but yeah, I, I don't think it's this death knell to American soccer.
1: It it it, it does. um have these parallels of like uh, like when when Obama bailed out the auto industry, right they were like you know these yeah. companies are too big to fail this is sort of what it feels like with u s soccer it's like not making the world cup is is the the it's like the market speaking for itself and letting the market decide who's successful and, and who is not and not and that sort of and it, it seems like if the u.s makes the world cup this is what i think your uh argument is that if the u.s makes the world cup it it is gonna mo- be more of the status quo papering over yeah uh, these not, issues uh, uh, yeah and uh th- that's not necessarily incorrect you know uh you know by missing the world cup there, there might be like grand changes that would have that. I mean, of course it would lead to changes because it it, it would be an embarrassment. You, you would look at Sunil Galati You look at Bruce Arena, the, 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 the roster youth development, you would have to start looking at it from top to bottom and be like, well, why didn't we make the world cup? Right. And the hope is that it would lead to uh great changes, but for the, the American interest in the sport, the U S men's team missing the world cup, is is i mean incredibly detrimental from a business perspective
0: yeah from a business perspective but maybe that's the kick in the ass maybe that the sport in america needs you know and this is my point is to say i don't want i don't want the us to miss the world cup i don't want those things to happen. And if it does, I mean, it's also like this idea that, you know, Sunil's gonna be like, yeah, you know, maybe we rip this thing apart and start up, that's also not gonna happen, you know, and that Don is gonna be like, hey, you know what, maybe we do these things now. And that Those things are also not going to happen. They're gonna find ways around this and to spin it. And it's essentially just going to be named Jurgen Klinsman's fault, right? But at the same time, there is that sense of maybe those voices of those people that are counter to how business is being done now. And I'm not talking specifically just, you know, your, your pro rel truthers or whatever. I'm specifically saying like people that are like one thing. And this is something I want to bring up to Matt. So I may be talking about it now. is kind of, you know, pointless for the fans, but, um, what about solidarity payments? Why is that not something we've done, you know?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, again, we've talked about this, the specifics on, on on what, you know, the U.S. should do. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, those conversations are conversations being had on Twitter. They're being had on podcasts.
0: They're being had at bars. They're being had at, you know, AO meetings. They're being had uh, probably in the back rooms of MLS offices. Um, they're probably being had at the oh, owners' those, meetings. Those, those- Back rooms. Those and back rooms. You don't zone. even want to know what happened to those <laughs> back rooms. Ted Cruz, do not Google back rooms. Don't put that into Twitter.
1: Um, you know, he's more at the back door. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: very nice. Uh, and Christian coming in hot. Um, but the those conversations are being had. Maybe it's about time those conversations are had at MLS slash SUM slash US Soccer meetings. Okay, you know what I mean. Maybe that maybe it's about time that these things are seriously looked at and say, have we gotten as far as we can get with the type of systems we have in place now? There's always going to be one or two greats. There's always going to be a Christian Pulisic or a Landon Donovan. That's just natural. I mean, look at look at the ninety uh, the ninety four uh, World Cup team. You know, they they didn't have any of the things that these these players have now. You know, and they were some of them were really great. Some of them were really great
1: players. Yeah, you they, have they had to they had to walk. Uh- you know, eight miles with no shoes snow, to, to training. Uphill both ways.
0: <laughs> I don't know how, but they oh, did it. Yeah. Wow. Just But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, those those players, you can find great players in a generation, someone that it just clicks and they get it, and maybe they don't need all of that development. But, I mean, I, you know, we've talked about this on this podcast before. Maybe it's been a while, but look at the way Germany did it. The, the embarrassment of them missing out on the Euro,
1: you know? And boom, look what happened. Okay. Maybe that's what we need. Um, Maybe. Uh, Yeah. yeah, No, neither argument is incorrect. That's that's the truth. There's no there's no wrong. uh, uh, There's going to be positives to making the World Cup and there's going to be the hope is that there will be positive to missing the World Cup. So,
0: yeah. And maybe the positives, uh, maybe the negatives of missing the World Cup highly outweigh the positives. But could it be agent for change? And that's a conversation that we're going to have with Matt.
1: Yeah, we are. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll discuss more because I, I have a feeling that
0: having read his article that he's going to think i'm an idiot for saying any of
1: this so uh, i all, all i hope is that when we talk to him that he makes he says that that he just says well Alexis, the problem is that you're being an idiot right uh, now i would love it i would absolutely love it so
0: uh why don't we do this why don't we take a break yeah when we come back uh christian and i are going to hug and finish uh our teeth chattering from almost dying <laughs> via the lights in the studio and uh when we come back we're going to talk to matt and we'll talk a little bit about U.S. soccer. We'll maybe bring up the Alexi Lala stuff. We'll see. If not, we'll cover that stuff in the third segment. We've got a lot of stuff. Plus, we got MLS games. we got a whole bunch of stuff. Sound good? Yeah, not happening. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back after this. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening We just wanted to break in real quick And ask you to
1: do us a huge favor Yeah, all we want to, all we want you to do Is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel that is the, oh, man. That's the big Look, we're working We work very hard on this podcast We're also making a, a very concerted effort To put out some more video content for you guys And we want to get some people li- uh, Watching those videos as well
0: Yeah, I mean right now You got about like 30 more seconds Before the second segment comes up So I beg you If you're on your phone You can do other stuff While you're listening to this podcast Why don't you click on YouTube the YouTube app, why don't you put in soccer, cool against, and just hit that subscribe button. And if you can hit that little bell, that notification, let you know, every time we put up a video, we're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now. That's called FIFA. The news that we're playing FIFA and we're seeing, we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video. And there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny.
1: Exactly. So uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation. Little, yeah, that's uh, it. Just a little bit. Is that that, that hard <laughs> come on we're, so we're just two two little comedians you yeah. want a little like
0: too poor i would like some more please <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our youtube so yeah. if you can hit the like button comment on some of the videos if you can at the very minimum hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends it would be absolutely amazing Yeah, everybody. Yeah, guys.
1: Thank you. uh, Thank you for sticking with us.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as they're concerned, none of what just happened to us in real life actually happened to the podcast because they're just tuning back in after a commercial and saying, hey, where's Matt Doyle? He's about to come on because I absolutely love having this guy on. He always comes with informed uh, takes and knowledge and a lot of facts. Which is the opposite of what we offer. Because I'm not bringing any of that, folks. I am bringing nothing but heart, emotion, and what I think is right. This is the
1: no fact zone.
0: (laughs) No, we don't. We got no facts. We, plugged, we unplugged all the foam wires from our printers. There's right. zero
1: We're using 33K uh, modems out here. <laughs>
0: out here. Son, we're bringing nothing but, nothing but heart. Uh, but you know who is bringing facts? One of my favorite guests to have on the show. So happy to have him back. Unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one and only. Matt Doyle, everybody. Hey,
1: what's up, buddy?
0: How you doing, guys? Ah, not bad. All right. Now, the reason we asked you on, besides the fact that we absolutely love you as a guest, is because <laughs> you've had a lot to say about what's going on with American soccer. Let's start there. Um, how have you? How do you feel right now about the state of U.S. soccer and Bruce Arena's tenure and how the players are playing?
2: Uh, that's a that's a big question. It's like, well, it's three big questions, right? Um, the state of U.S. soccer overall, I, I think, is is still kind of undeniably on the rise. I think MLS is better than it was three years ago. The lower leagues, even though NASL is having some problems is they're better than they were three years ago. The amount of talent in the youth soccer pipeline is like nothing we've ever seen before. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, Bruce arena has done, I think mostly a pretty good job though. Not these last two games, um, which has me concerned. I mean, I'm, dying ahead of, we, we have to win these two October games. We have to, and look, it's Panama at home and Trinidad and Tobago on the road. And we should win those. We haven't beaten Panama since 2013 and they're going to come out, you know, in that game, trying to kill us. And uh, this team has been soft for the last 180 minutes and they, uh, they need to not be that this is do or die. Um, and, and the state of the player pool is, uh, Uh, We we knew it would kind of be like this because the 2012 Olympic team failed um, and the 2011 uh, and 2013 uh, U20 teams weren't that great. Neither was it 2009. So uh, look, it's it's a little bit transitional. It does feel like, uh, I I don't want to say the calm before the storm, but it, it has to, I think the next cycle is going to be better for what we have.
0: Okay, so if that's the case, which I think I agree with everything you said, because it's hard for
1: me to disagree with everything you've said. But I'm going to, mm-hmm. just for show, I'm going to disagree <laughs> so we can have an entertaining Ratings. product.
0: <laughs> Ratings, baby. <laughs> no, but the reason why I disagree is um, you said, and you have an article that you wrote, uh, mm-hmm. where you where you suggested that anyone who's saying that us missing the World Cup is a positive is uh, completely out of their mind and it would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, now, they're,
2: they're an idiot. Anyone okay. saying that. Which uh, is a dumb person, which Alexis literally just said it 12
1: minutes ago. I did not. What I
0: said is I don't believe that it's the worst case scenario. I don't think it would be a positive. But would Mm -hmm. you not admit that if that were to happen, which I do believe is the worst case scenario, us missing the World Cup. But if that were to happen, would we not have to ask ourselves the same questions that Germany had to when they had the Euro debacle? And they came out of that. With a much better process and plan. And I think that's what a lot of the American fans are looking at and saying, look at what they did. They turned their entire country into a youth development engine. Could we not even start that process? I know it takes a lot. And because of the business of American soccer, we're not going there. Maybe if we miss that, uh, everyone looks around and goes, OK, this is this is day one now. We've had the worst case scenario happen. How do we come out of this better? And we would essentially turn America into a soccer factory.
2: No. Okay. Because- God damn it. Don't just say it like that. <laughs> if you look at what happened with Germany 20 years, well, 17 years ago, they they stunk up the joint at Euro 2000 and they rode Ali Khan to a second place finish in the 2002 world cup and then stuck out stunk up the joint in the 2004 euros as well that led them to, as you said to overhaul their youth development system and they did that by getting the owners of the clubs well the clubs themselves at all levels to buy in and to spend more money. Or was it revenue Uh, sharing
0: to be more exact?
2: Well, yeah, it was revenue sharing, but like it it basically it was increased investment at all levels in coaching and in, in, you know, kicking over rocks and finding players and maybe from spots they didn't used to. Um, It prompted them to spend more missing the world cup for the U S would prompt the powers that be to spend less on development it would make us further from a developmental system where there was no pay to play or there was less pay to pay to play it would make us further from a system where we have a national coaching center which is supposed to you know open up in november and which is supposed to be fully funded at least in part using the revenue generated by the world cup and certainly the interest generated by the world cup
0: that's the thing we're building I would, in kansas city correct
2: Right. Yeah. I would argue that stinking up the joint at the youth levels from about 2008 through 2000, we'll we'll say 13, 14, was what was what we needed to a certain extent and missing the Olympics in 2004 that sucked I hated it but that was what we needed to a certain extent because that led to the USSDA formation that led to the homegrown and academy initiative in MLS which is now just 10 years old and most of these I mean there was only six MLS academies Uh, when it was founded in 2007 now there's you know 22 well there's 21 in it because toronto does their own thing and they do it well which is great um if you look at the fruit, i mean christian pulisic came from an mls affiliated academy weston McKenney, who is at age 18 getting significant minutes for schalke in the bundesliga came directly from an mls academy matt miazga who was sold for five million dollars to chelsea came from an mls academy if you look on down the line of guys who were i think we're going to be building around for the next 10 years guys who are rated in the millions of dollars by the top clubs in europe or in the world they all have ussda ties and most of them have MLS ties. And that is directly related to our ability to not just get to the World Cup, but to be successful there. We're not in the same position that Germany was a decade and a half ago. Um, so I think saying that we need to miss the World Cup in, in order to have a similar overhaul doesn't, it's not analogous. It doesn't make any real sense.
0: But what you just said is that us missing those youth tournaments or stinking up to join in those youth tournaments create a change. Isn't that what the fan is asking for? And isn't that change only going to come from a catastrophic no, event? No,
2: <laughs> because missing at the youth level was the catastrophic event. And now we've had that change happen. And now it's going to take a cycle to get that change into effect because we have, <laughs> I mean, it, you potentially we could have four teenagers on next year's World Cup team if we make it. There is no way you can tell me we would be better off in future cycles for having had Christian Pulisic miss out on next summer's World Cup for having Weston McKinney. You're
0: 100% right. Those players need that run. But at the same time, I think what the fear is is that if missing out on youth tournaments helped us create a better youth system, a lot of people are very frustrated with the senior system, the club system and, and sort of if those if those uh, gatekeepers pockets get fatter, they're going to believe that the process they have in place now is the
2: perfect process. The process the process that creates players like Christian Pulisic and, and Weston McKennie. That's at the, the, the youth level Yeah. Well, where do you think the money goes to? Like, I mean, Jonathan Gonzalez. He's he came up through a USSDA program and was identified by Monterey and is now starting for the number one team at age eighteen in Liga MX. Like that's that seems to me like the youth system has discovered some stuff about how to develop players over the last 10 years. Oh, it, and to it, say what we should stop doing what we've done just in a fit of pique is, is is madness. To well, me. It it makes no
1: sense. To me it, it what you know, I, I don't agree with Alexis because what it what it feels like is a, a, a almost his desire to punish U.S. soccer for not kind of going in the route that you, that you would want the U.S. soccer to I go don't, on.
0: But again, I'm I'm speaking I'm playing devil's advocate because I do right. believe that it is it is a worst case scenario if we miss it. But the question does kind of um, it's a sexy question. What happens if and I don't I understand what you're saying, but I really believe that some of those like just the single topic of solidarity payments Would that not, if let's just play, uh, let me play devil's advocate. If we had solidarity payments, would our youth development not kickstart to a different gear than what we have now?
2: I, I think it would probably help, but I mean i i don't see how missing the world cup would lead to to ussf being more likely to institute solidarity payments
1: missing the missing the world cup is the equivalent of like when your parents catch you smoking a cigarette and they make you smoke the whole the whole carton how, <laughs> and how great does that sound <laughs> Just a nice outdoor cigarette. Just, just why don't you why don't you know get lung cancer now? Yeah. That's how you'll learn your lesson. Yeah, yeah. How about a nice cigar, huh, huh kid? You won't be smoking so yeah. much when you're dead, kid. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't have a dad, but if he found me, he'd be like, "You don't look cool enough, kid. Hold this cigar." Uh, I guess for me, what I'm and, and I think the point that a lot of these. US fans are saying and it is very reactionary. Well, let's miss the World Cup, that'll show them. It is Christians right. It is a punishment. For me it says I get the point of how catastrophic it would be. But I think the fear is is that we're I think a lot of fans see us going down a road that is not the most efficient. And if we yeah. continue and, and it's, they're, they're, they're gratified with pay and they're gratified with you know turnouts to the World Cup, hey, look, seems like we're doing the right thing. When at the end, I think we can all look across the pond and see some ways where we can. And, the, and the thing that frustrates me the most is we have the ability to look and say, let's take some good. I remember when a lot of our coaches went to the uh, Claire Fontaine um, account, uh, you know, system and, and, mm-hmm. and they went out there and they studied. I'm like, look at this. We're, we're pulling some of the best from everywhere. And we're America and we're smart. And our kids eat a high-protein diet. So we build these real <laughs> strong. I'm like, we're going to that's it. In 10 years, we're going to have the greatest team in the world. And every time I say that 10 years later, I'm like, what the hell happened? You know, and it seems like we're not doing those things. And I think that's where the frustration. comes uh,
2: I, from. I say I, I disagree. I mean, if you look at it from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s to the 2010s or whatever the hell we call this, this decade, we we have improved incrementally every single decade. Right, and- But
0: improved enough. Is that is that? Would you say we improved him? Let me give you one example. Like, Why haven't say, we built uh, a number ten? Uh, where the hell's our number tens at?
1: I, I feel like at some point like- he's playing for Borussia
0: Dortmund. <laughs> yeah, but is he's he's not central, right? Where, where do we have creative midfielders, or are we right now depending on his pace
2: on the wing to send crosses to oh, a thirty-five-year-old center forward? <laughs> we played we played our our best game of the of the hexagonal with Pulisic as a number ten. And I I blame Bruce for not trusting him to play there the last couple of games. I'll go to my grave thinking that if we had played him as a number 10 against Costa Rica, we would have won that game three to one. See,
0: and this is, and where, I, you, this is where you come in, Matt, because you're smart enough to say here's when the <laughs> coach made a mistake.
2: Whereas I am I, like, he must not be good enough if the coach moved him. That's right. what I think. And look, it, it is a lot of pressure to put an 18-year-old in that position, but I think Bruce... Uh, he took a gamble and he, he paid off in the first game against Honduras, which was six nil. And that was a lot of that was ballistic playing as a number 10. And I think these last two games, they were dying for him to be there. And I hope against Panama, we'll, we'll see him there. But also I agree that there is a fundamental distrust or mistrust of creative American players. And that's why we didn't see Benny Failhaber, Lee Wynn win or Sasha question, get any real run for the last decade or really for the last seven years in those spots. But it feels certainly like Pulisic is playing there. I mean, Paul Ariel is a pretty creative winger and at age 21, he's getting significant minutes for the U S in significant games. And he looked great when he came in. He did. He he changed the game. So we're starting to see more than that, but I want to bring it back to, to the U twenties because the Genesis of this argument is really we're not doing enough in youth development. We could be more efficient and I agree that we could be more efficient but the U-20s just made the quarterfinals of Youth World Cup twice in a row and they did it the second time without four of the five best players from the the available roster because Pulisic wasn't even called in because you don't play for the U-20s when you're as good as him anymore. Schalke wouldn't release Weston McKenney or Haji Wright and Jonathan uh, Gonzalez was not released by Monterey. That's four of our five best players at that level. And we still made the quarterfinals and we're a missed Eric Palmer Brown header away from going into the semifinals. Like that to me says, hey, what we've been doing with our youth development over the last 10 years has started to work. Why not approach the problem as let's keep improving upon it? Rather than let's tear it all down and just start from scratch because we're not exactly like Europe. Well,
0: you know, I hate when you when you make a good point. OK, man, because <laughs> I mean, this
2: is this is the this is the Obamacare argument. You yeah.
0: know, the public, they, have nothing else, they have nothing else to offer. So they're like, oh, let's just rip it apart. Yeah, they want to repeal and replace <laughs> the U.S. youth development system.
2: <laughs> it, it's, it's exactly the same thing. And look, man. I want single-payer health care. Oh, my God, I would I want love it. I fully socialized health care. <laughs> but if our next step is a robust public option, I will be fucking stoked about that. Yeah,
0: good point. And, and we agree with you on that. And maybe the whole world doesn't have to die in order for us to get the single-payer system, exactly. which is essentially exactly. what I'm saying. But and I, I just I just want to speak from the point of view from the fan because I, I think a lot of the tone that's used in a lot of the shows and a lot of the podcasts is these people are out of their minds and they're stupid and they're insane, but they're speaking from the emotions of what's happening in front of us is frustrating it's hard to watch and maybe we're not doing it right And i think the big part of the frustration i know you have to go but maybe you could give us just a quick snippet is it seems like a lot of these other Concacaf teams are starting to catch up or they're developing at a faster rate than we are
2: well i mean it's it's kind of like the last 10 pounds are the hardest type of argument because if you if you look at the last 20 years 25 years the U.S. are an elite company, right? We we've made what four out of the last six round of sixteens. We've made three out of the last four. Only like eight or nine teams in the world have done that. We've made semifinals of two different Copa Americas. We've made the final of uh, one Confederations Cup and the semifinals of another. That's a great record like that, and and to jump from that to legitimate always top ten. Team in the world that is not just based upon a golden generation of talent. It's something no team other than the Netherlands has done over the last forty years. Nobody's been able to do it. Mexico haven't been able to do it, and they have more people playing soccer and more money going into soccer uh, than we do. You know, if you look down in it, like Colombia hasn't been able to do it. They. Again, they are, I mean, they've produced some spectacular players, but they haven't been able to do that. Chile are on the verge of missing the World Cup, despite having their golden generation. And what we saw against Costa Rica was a golden generation of players. And we realized it at first with Costa Rica, with this particular generation, because they were successful at the U-20 World Cup. They... Did the stuff at that youth level that we're starting to see from the U.S. now. And again, I just can't imagine us being in better shape by having Christian Pulisic and Weston McKenney in particular not get some run next summer in Russia.
0: Do you think we make the World Cup?
2: Uh, I do. I do, but I don't think it's going to be pleasant over the next 180 minutes. I, I just I feel like there's a I, I know you you had the the Clint Dempsey line, but it was Bobby Wood who scored that goal, and he's a multi million dollar rated forward playing in the second or third best league in the world and getting goals there. He, he's tough. He's a tough son of a bitch, and I think he finds a way. I think Melissa finds a way. I think Josie Altador finds a way, um, and. and I think we get past Panama and then we get the job done on the final day against Trinidad and Tobago. And
1: and how how did you feel about uh, Alexi Lalas's criticism so publicly, uh, you know, naming names uh, and just doing that on such a public format?
2: I love it. I mean, it's, it's what I did in my column, so I, I can't fault Alexi at all for for calling people out for for playing soft and for for maybe not taking up the mantle of of leadership and responsibility, uh, whether they were in their 30s or their 20s or their teens. Um, and this is what happens all over the world. You guys know this. You're worldly men. You, you understand the way. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, you understand the way soccer is covered elsewhere, and there's no reason it, it shouldn't be covered that way here. And also, Soft tattooed millionaires is just a great name for an emo band. Oh, So absolutely. I respect Alexi for that.
1: I want to get the tattoo, soft tattooed millionaires on my body. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. We have great ironic.
0: We just have to get that million. It. That's all we got to do. Uh,
2: well, Matt, thank you so okay, much for exactly. taking the
0: time to speak with us. Uh, where can people uh, find you and hear you?
2: At MattDoyle76 on Twitter, and and everything I write is on uh, MLSsoccer.com, the Armchair Analyst column and videos and all that.
0: All right, great. Thanks so much, Matt. Matt, thank you again. Cheers, guys. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Quick break. We want to tell you guys, especially if you live in Atlanta, about a special event we got going down in Atlanta on September 28th. It's going to be amazing. We are getting the chance to open up a comedy festival with a live podcast. Oh man! I mean, I'm super excited about this. Yeah, me too, Alexis. Oh wow! I can hear it in your <laughs> voice. Uh, well, this is no. a huge honor for at least one of us. <laughs> and uh, one of the coolest things is it's not just going to be us. We're going to have a real special guests. We're going to have people that you may be cheering for every weekend. Yeah. We don't know. We're not. We're not ready to tell you. Who. A
1: lot of surprises.
0: Yeah, but there's going to be awesome. And there's going to be a lot of stuff to
1: do, and it's going to be an absolute honor for us to be a part of this. It it's is. A- it is a soccer comedy podcast at a comedy festival This never been done never been done literally never been done so come to the first event uh, uh, of its kind at a, at, a, at the red clay comedy festival uh, and it's gonna be insane so September 28th uh, all the details will be available very very shortly just make sure you get on our email list go to soccercooligans.com and get on our email list you'll see an option uh, right at the bottom or should pop up right at your screen uh, put your email in there and you will be the first to know how you can get tickets to the Cooligans in Atlanta live podcast
0: and we're letting you know now the seating is very limited so be a part of that email so you can make sure you get in and be a part of the first of its kind we're actually opening a comedy festival with a soccer a comedic (laughs) soccer podcast can this work we're about to find out Atlanta put yourself (laughs) on that email list and be there yeah, baby. Wasn't, yeah, Wasn't that fun? Little Matty
1: oh, Doe. I love when he gets on the show. Every time he's on the show, I'm like, hey, you know what? We do like a real soccer show. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, people respect us. He's <laughs> like a real guy doing real soccer stuff. He knows his stuff. He's important. Yeah. And he thinks we're important. And that, uh, that means the world to us. And you heard
0: it here first. He thinks that we're 100% right. And uh yep, you know, everyone. facts be
1: damned. Uh, he ba- he basically called you an idiot without calling you an idiot. I which mean, was, which was uh my dream kind of came true. Yeah, Uh you didn't help.
0: You were like, I think what Alex is trying to say is he doesn't know what he's talking about.
1: Uh, you know, I'm on I'm on uh, on Doyle's side. I mean, uh, I agree with more with with what he's saying. I, I get your uh point of view. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that it was necessarily my point of view.
0: I was speaking because I can look at why someone would say that missing the World Cup is a good thing. I can see why they're saying that.
1: But it's not it's it, it's not better than
0: than making the World Cup. It's not. But all? to suggest that no good would come of it is completely false. And I think we realized a lot more bad would come from it than good. Yeah. So I think that's something that we can all agree on and at the end of the day, you know, we all want America
1: to be great again, uh, but in soccer, as yes, as those generations in soccer when we were just crushing it in the fifties and sixties. Oh, yeah,
0: remember those good well, old just days, dom- being so dominant. Oh, but remember in nineteen thirty, we finished in third place in the World <laughs> Cup. Uh, did any other nations play world- play soccer? Not that many. <laughs> Uh, but whatever yeah the world Cup wasn't like even respected uh it was respected it was in Uruguay and it was dope
1: no no but there, there were a couple uh I, there, there are some stories of uh when the World Cup began that uh several countries uh didn't find it important enough to travel to yeah Italy.
0: That like famously was like, well, if we're not going to win it, then we might as not even do it. Yeah, and they didn't go to like I think three out of the first five or something crazy like that. But who cares? At the case in point is we're not Italy. This isn't 1930. <laughs> we want to go to the World Cup, <laughs> and um, you know, I mean, he makes a strong point for the fact that the youth development may be in a better place than we're all sort of giving credit for it. All being... you, you,
2: you no, are no, not. No, giving no. Credit. I mean
0: the 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 American soccer fan. Yeah, I think the but American the... soccer fan is simply looking at the results of the senior team and going yes. Uh, This the house is burning when he's saying, no, no, no. The dinner may not have been great, but look around. It's not yeah. that bad. We've got some good things coming up. Dessert the, the apps, dessert might
1: be great. The apps are pretty good.
0: The apps are great. <laughs> look, the entree stinker. <laughs> we but that. have you seen the pies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but he, he, just talking to him and, and having him kind of make those points, especially about the the, the state of U.S. Uh, youth development, I'm like, you know what? Just hearing it, I'm like, you know what? I, yeah, there's There's a lot I don't pay attention to. And I I did watch the, the U-20s, uh, the World Cup, and the U.S. did play Pretty well they were they they were they got pretty far but they got to the quarterfinal yeah uh, did they lose to Venezuela I think it was yeah it was against Venezuela yeah, yeah I remember watching that yeah and and you see those results but we, I guess we we I, I know and I know I do this personally where like oh you see it's a, oh the under twenties then just just because there 's the asterisk of of it's a, you know an underage tournament uh, i 'm like, oh this is not as important this, this is not the, the result of this doesn 't reflect the, uh, the state of of our of, of u s soccer right. when when it 's the complete opposite
0: yeah i mean people aren't lining up at bars in America to watch the u20 world cup that's right and maybe you know maybe that 's a shame. Maybe we should uh, be a little Let bit more. Let me rephrase. No one anywhere in the world is <laughs> lining up at any bar anywhere to watch the U-20 World Cup.
1: But, uh, but at least pay attention to the results and and, to, and, and what happens in, in those matches. Or, you know,
0: look, I look at my life a lot like Thomas Alpha Edison, okay? Uh, okay can't wait just, for this one. Uh, he said very famously, and uh, Henry Ford also said the same thing, is you don't have to know everything. You have to hire the people that know those things. Put yourself around the people that know those things. Look, Christian and I have never once said that we are highly informed. We've never once said it. But guess who is? Matt Doyle. So guess what we do? We bring him on the podcast. And Christian and I tell him he's wrong. Uh, well, I no, I didn't that's, t- uh, no. I you know, have to understand I- as we go, we're a team, Christian.
1: <laughs> okay, it's just you know, there's a little bit of uh, infighting in this <laughs> and within this team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes obviously we can't agree on everything, but the one thing we do agree on is that we know more than Matt Doyle, and I think Matt Doyle would agree. <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much. The fact that he even graces our podcast is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and look, at the end of the day, you have every right to disagree with him, but I dare you to prove him wrong. I dare you. He uh, the one. Something that scared me the most is that he said it wasn't going to be pretty over like it can't how does it not get better how does it not get better than this
1: oh you, oh, you mean like uh getting into the world cup like yeah. you're gonna kind of stumble into it if we have to go to that playoff against like syria or something could you
0: imagine the emotion behind it <laughs> this would just be the <laughs> it would,
1: worst it would be yeah there is uh i think i forgot who was talking about this but the the Some people were attributing... Did we talk about this last week? That that, that people were attributing uh, the lack of success of of, uh, the U.S. soccer team to... Uh, kind of like Trump's policy and like the travel ban and how that the other teams actually play harder because they want to embarrass the, the United States. It would not surprise me. So would pl- not surprise me and to some degree kind of respect it. Playing against playing against Syria would be Oh my God. Insane because the the, the, the amount of stories Yeah. Uh, <laughs> connected to such a game because you know Assad would be like hey guys uh, good luck on
0: the game today <laughs> we have all of your family guns pointed at their head, so no pressure go out <laughs> I'd beat those Americans maybe
1: uh, if you want yeah it, it was uh yeah it would it would be crazy so obviously the next two games which are you know arguably you know not none of them are gimmies based on the quality of uh, uh just the way we're playing also the way that these two teams play us you yeah, know they're gonna on
0: paper we should be crushing Panama
1: Trinidad but- Trinidad has been awful this whole uh, hexagonal but Panama it I mean they they are right above us and they yeah. they want it. And they always play us they always play us strong. Yeah. So So uh but, but we talked a little bit with uh with uh Maddie about uh about Alexi Lalas. What's I Like not you
0: just give him a nickname, Maddie? Maddie that's it's a guy. That's yeah. my
1: guy. Lex
0: Lalas. <laughs> uh you just get everybody. Everybody gets a nickname. He, What's my nickname?
1: Uh your name is uh, Alexis Carreros. Yeah. Goddamn. Haven't earned one yet. Okay. <laughs> <I> haven't <laughs> earned a nickname yet. I got one for you. What's, uh, what's mine? Just Polanco. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that seems to be what people... Uh... People love calling you Polanco. Yeah, nobody calls you that like, Guerreros. Uh, I, in high school, they used to. Yeah, it's, just, it's a little harder. Maybe the syllables... The double R's, it could be a little I think rough.
0: people are uncomfortable with the last name until I tell them it's okay to call me Guerreros. I get a lot of people going, Oh, uh, Mr. Alexis uh, Guerrero. <laughs> and I'm like, No, 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 no. Don't you, you will die as a white person if you try to roll your R. Just let it go. Yeah. Guerreros is fine. It is Alexis Guerreros,
1: but no one. I mean, I, I pay attention to, like, uh, it, it is very flattering. Sometimes people call, like, listeners of the podcast, they'll be like, Hey, Paul, what's a Polanco doing? Or Polanco this, Polanco that and i'm like oh that's cool like it's kind of cool right yeah uh but i feel like most people just call you alexis that's just like
0: but also alexis is like the name that stands out you know guerrero is a common name alexis stands out sure. okay all right yeah. well then why do you need a nickname Your i mean name christian out. you know you have christian in a group a bunch of people are going to turn around.
1: It's everybody, yeah.
0: Everybody's named that. Some, Even just some religious people named Bob are going to turn around. <laughs> but you yell Alexis. It's just me, a 13 year old girl, and a stripper. Those are the only ones turning around. And two of those conversations you're legally allowed to have. So. <laughs> well, you decide which ones <laughs> fall into those <laughs> parameters. Right. We don't know what you've done in your past. <laughs> you know, the
1: people have different, uh, you know, uh, moral compasses. Right. You know? Like, uh, speaking of Alexis,
0: you don't yell Lawless. You yell Alexi. Alexi is probably the more surprising name. His brother, Greg, who we love, a friend of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, When you yell Alice, because Greg is a common name.
1: Sure. Okay. All right. You see what I'm saying? I'm glad we got that sorted out. Was, I mean, we important. figured it all out, All right, <laughs> Polanco. S- speaking of uh, little Lexi, Lexi Lalas, uh, <laughs> Lex, Lex, <laughs> Lex Lalas. Uh, what we talked a little bit with uh, Doyle. What do you think about uh, how, how did you respond to seeing that uh, th- that rant? Uh, you know, during the it, it was against uh, Seattle and LA. It was the halftime of uh, the Seattle LA game on Fox Sports One. He went in. He First of all, I mean, the only thing missing was him clapping at every
0: syllable. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was like, you need to play better. It was just great. Uh, he, one of the things that I loved, as soon as I saw it, my immediate reaction was like, ooh, ooh.
1: like, I was like, I can't wait to talk about this. It, it, it was a little, um uh, you know, like, like standing behind Two rap battlers battling oh. where you're like
0: oh, oh. Oh, yeah it was it was the super hot fire. <laughs> I am not a rapper <laughs> uh, reaction and what I loved about it is that a lot like the conversation we had with Matt Doyle is he spoke. From that clearly frustrated fan base point of view. Yeah. Like, you cannot deny. There's nothing you can say that's going to make it go away. That American soccer fans are all confused and frustrated and angry and all of those things right now. There's nothing. And. What you know, one of the things that frustrated me most and I'm not sure, you know, we talked about we we didn't talk about this in private. But one of the things that frustrated me most is that some people were like posting like, oh, you know how many times I've had to bite my tongue so that I don't upset. You know, these are journalists talking so that they don't uh, get shunned or people were like, oh, is Alexi Lalas and Fox Sports going to get shunned now? That's part of the problem that that's. Um, you know, uh, a, a a not common result, but a, a a suspected result of what might happen, for you know, speaking from a not even that critical of a of a.
1: Yeah, he of a place. I mean it was He wasn't like uh yo Tim, you garbage. Yeah. Pulisic. How old are you? Do you yeah. even
0: belong here? Get yeah. in the garbage <laughs> next to this guy. We need a bigger dumpster because here comes Clint Dempsey. Yeah. You know he didn't say any of those things. Yeah, he wasn't um He wasn't even really that critical. It was almost like a tough love yeah. inspirational come on step your game up and he did it from a place of well, you have it in you. Now go do it.
1: Yes, I, it was very much coach speak, uh, and he he was uh, he was cordial. He wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't just. It didn't come from a place of just uh, uh, blatant disrespect. No, no. It, it was really just a a a a, a, a be- what is it? A beacon call? Is that what they say? A beacon call. Beacon call, call. Yeah. To to really uh, uh uh kind of rile them up, and and I think uh, th- what are they like a coming to Jesus moment? Some people would say like
0: here it is. This is our rock bottom. this is the talk we need to get our way out of it
1: yeah uh and and I, I to me it was more entertaining than anything else I wasn't I didn't have any issue with it and uh and I and I like the I liked the, the the debate it kind of stirred because people afterwards were like uh um you know some people were like this this guy's an idiot just another dumb pundit or whatever uh and I, again I love Alexi Lalas cuz he always responds to the criticism oh he claps back <laughs> he, always... he stays clapping back <laughs> so that's always awesome um but there were a couple of interesting things that I saw especially on Twitter uh even from other journalists uh Sebastian Salazar from uh, ESPN FC uh and and he covers a you know a lot of uh, MLS games he does, uh you know uh but he uh, tweeted uh, he tweeted the video and kind of his not criticism of it, but his uh, like what could be the 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 uh, you know how would people respond to this, especially yeah. from U.S. soccer? And one of them was that he, he he found that in the past when you criticize U.S. soccer or criticize players, they might freeze you out. So he was like, could there be some repercussions for uh, fo- you know Fox Sports?
0: This is what I'm talking about. Like that's part of the problem.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's
0: the fact that that even has to be mentioned.
1: Yeah, because this isn't Russia. Is it? Is it weird? Because it seems like kind of the the, the way we view um, our U.S. soccer is very like we put them up on this pedestal that where they uh, are not really, not that they're not allowed to be criticized, but it's definitely. I feel like they're criticized not as harshly as like a, a club team or oh 100% you know, they play you know when they play for for their clubs so so it, it it is we almost say like it's it's this, like you know you
0: have to be a friend to it you can't be you know you can't be critical of it you have to be a friend to the system to the u.s soccer system or else you are not a part of it you don't get invited to the party quote quote unquote not specifically parties although we love the risotto parties uh (laughs) please invite us back to the risotto parties
1: but but it does raise an interesting question and maybe uh people who are listening now don't understand how uh actually insular and how small US soccer is and how yeah. many people uh, are 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 in control and how many people uh definitely the the people who uh, get to decide who's allowed to cover it like the, it can be it, it can be like a, a one or two degree of separation from the from Gulati to him telling uh, somebody to like, hey, you know what? Don't work with Alexi Lovis anymore. Or, yeah. Like, and, and... Very close. And that could be happen very easily and there's not too much anybody can do about it.
0: No. I would say that the only thing the only thing that um allows you to sort of skirt that would be having a large fan base that's going to listen to you anyway. You know? Um, yeah. So, like, as we build this podcast, you know, part of my thing in my head is... You know, one day, hopefully, we're big enough where we, you know, I feel like we talk about how we talk how we want now. There's going to come a time where we're going to have to sort of filter ourselves just a little bit because we are going to be getting access and stuff. And then there's going to come a time just beyond that where... You know they call it the ham sandwich effect. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I love, yeah, I love the food analogies. Go, go for uh, it. But it's true. This is a real thing. Like where you start off as bread, and bread being like that's you're doing whatever you want, and then you get to the cheese. Right? Eh, you're not allowed hold to really hold on. what kind of cheese is, like? is allowed? this just... is a great question. I, If it's ham sandwich, we're talking. I say let's go Swiss. Okay. Cuban sandwich style. You know what I mean? Some people say American. You're animals. You know what I mean? <laughs> ham and American cheese, pure animal. Um, provolone, completely allowed. Um, people in Ireland don't know what provolone is still left at me when I said it, by the way. Um, but, you know, you get to the cheese and then you're like, all right, you know, you can still kind of be yourself, but you can't completely. Then you get to the ham, you get to the meat and you're like, oh, you have to be really filtered because that's when people are starting to pay attention to you. But then you get so big that you go right back to being bread. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can yeah. really be whatever you want. And the bread, by the way, artisanal, very rustic, very <laughs> crispy on the outside. Uh, nice crust. Um, but what, <laughs> I'm starving. and I just. But what I'm trying to say is, is like, we're going to get to a point where we've already been we we're, we're going to be in sandwiches that's the point, oh my to God, make. <laughs> right now we're bread, we're getting a cheese, baby. I know some of you guys are like you've been cheesy from the beginning, Let it go. We know the joke was in your head,, uh, but what I'm saying is we're going to get to a point where what we say is going to directly affect the type of access we get. We're already kind of there, yeah, uh, but we're gonna get closer to that, but if we continue to build and we get to you know uh some of our competitors' levels we're going to be so big that it's like, huh, we could say whatever we want. you need us, baby, you know what I mean
1: <laughs> Yeah. maybe i would, i would say Alexi Lalas is, is more, on that l- level. More, more on that level where he can kind of say whatever he wants. So when and Alexi already- Lalas
0: gets to our levels, what you're saying, <laughs> he's going to
1: really need to watch his mouth <laughs>
0: on TV on a nationally broadcasted <laughs> game.
1: I thought it was refreshing. Uh, you know, maybe some people didn't like it. I really thought. I'm was like, he wrong? Was anything he said wrong? Some people. No, no, no. The one-
0: consensus is that him tossing a shot at Wonder Boy. Christian Pulisic is a little uh, effed up because Christian Pulisic is a kid.
1: Um, but he's still a, he's a professional athlete, and once you once you step in that arena. You're, you're, that's what you do as a, any pro, a professional athlete. You're, you're, you're putting yourself up for criticism. And that's, that's part of the job. Uh, he, he should, uh, expect it and he should accept it. And, and, and you know, whatever criticism from anyone, obviously he, he determines his own, uh, path and his own career. But you're, you know, if you you're going to be under the bright lights, people are going to, you know, have opinions about it. It's uh, hot under them lights. Yeah. Son. I, I didn't, uh, I, you know, uh, uh, Alexi Lawless's, uh, Comments came after uh, a couple days prior on ESPN FC. Craig Burley was on, uh, and Who no one takes seriously, so it didn't make any news. <laughs> but he he did. Uh, they were talking about U.S. soccer and and, and the 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 draw with uh, Honduras, and 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 just the the over those two games, and and, and his opinion he was on extremely it. critical. He was extremely critical, not only of the team, but of. Of of that fear that people have over criticizing U.S. soccer and criticizing MLS and right. and for for the exact reasons that we just mentioned, uh, a fear of being like blackballed uh, by by American soccer and and he was. I I that I was okay with that too because he was straight up like if you're not man enough you're not he didn't say man enough but if you if you don't have essentially the balls so you can't be a woman (laughs) about this (laughs) but he says if if uh, if, this is the job the criticizing the job and he he specifically said is like yeah you have to you if you're gonna be an analyst you're gonna have to criticize uh, you know the 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 establishment you're gonna have to criticize uh, friends you're gonna have to criticize former players and that's part of. The job, and you have to uh, accept that as well. Being being a journalist, being an analyst, nah, it's not like you know. Sometimes I, I it crosses my mind. Maybe as com- as comedians, right? I think of like if I make a joke about uh you know an NYCFC player who we see so often, right? Right, is one of the players gonna be like, yo, bro, didn't like didn't right. that joke? Don't want like to talk to you right now. What you said now.
0: about my friend, blah blah blah, which might happen, which is possible, but that that's a that's a risk we have to take. But then that's when we look at them and go, don't be a bitch about it. <laughs> You know Yo are you being are you being soft right now Are you being mad soft <laughs> Yo Lexi Lalas Was right what he said about you, are you I'll tell you what he said If you come on my show Are you one of them Soft tatted thousandaires <laughs> Yeah <definitely. laughs> Yo son are you Are you one of those Soft tatted MLS minimum Guys right now <laughs> You driving a Civic To work right now Yeah but it's, it, it's something that You know And again this isn't Important for anyone listening But the idea becomes Like if someone had Constructive criticism Of this podcast I would yeah. want to hear it. I would say like, oh, I wonder what that is because I can tell Christian to fix those things about himself. You know, <laughs> yeah, clearly, he's I clearly mean, the one I mean, holding us down.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, me.
0: I mean, why would anyone have any arguments about me? You
1: know, <laughs> you know, what's interesting. We, we got our, uh, our first negative review on iTunes. No, we did. And I'm fine with it, but this was weird. And I think maybe it was some kind of error or mistake because the negative review was just, oh, they took down my negative review. That was the review. Which I don't know what that means because you're not allowed to take down. I a, can't take down negative. Are you kidding me? I'd be spending all day doing that. <laughs> you can't take down negative reviews from iTunes if you get a negative did review. Did you too. see the negative review? I did see it. it. All it. No, I didn't see it. The original one that I didn't. Which, which makes me think that there was no negative review. I don't know what. I don't know what this person is talking about. Do you pull up who it is, let's
0: ask if they listen to the podcast. Email us what the negative review was. Sure, we're uh, interested.
1: Yeah, I would like to know. And we we have had some constructive criticism and it's always been, uh, uh, yeah, I like hearing it. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it.
0: I don't remember any constructive criticism because
1: I block it out. <laughs> but uh Yeah, okay. I'll yeah, I'll bring uh okay, give me a second, I'll bring it up. Uh yeah,
0: go ahead. Well while you're talking about that, I want to mention
1: it just okay, so it's from uh Jay Slim with, with uh seven M's so uh okay. I don't know what Reddit, you know, his Reddit username. But it just says uh it just says where TF Which uh, you know, where the fuck is my review? And it said they deleted my negative review, and we got one star for deleting his negative review, which we've never seen. We can't
0: do that. We can't. The only thing we can do, which is what I'm about to do right now, is is
1: report a concern. Report a concern.
0: (laughs) Type something in there because uh, he uses offensive language.
1: Well, it just says TF. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and I'll do it. Let's it contains of it. offensive. Rec- I'm fine with it.
0: No, no. But I know I'm fine with it too. But get rid of it so it helps our reviews. What are you talking about? This is no, no. All I'm right, li- I'll do it later. I'll, I'll do it later you. myself. <laughs> uh, get out of here. I'm not going to let that happen because it's- there is no constructive criticism in there.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this is. It's, it's it is a, a a review of his negative review. That's all it seems to be. It's From
0: September, it's
1: probably something
0: to do. He's probably a uh, a Men and Blazers fan. <laughs> Jay Slim with like seven M's. Okay, all right. Well, Alexis, is well, very get upset. on our reviews and tell and, and post a concern about that review. Let's get that out of there. We don't have. I don't have the emotional uh, ability to have, handle negative. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have told you that. No, at one point I would have found it. I would have found it. But thank you for everyone else who's leaving five star reviews. We, we are,
1: are getting nice that. reviews, so thank you for that. So uh, please, more of those. We would like to, to uh, drown
0: that guy out. Oh, just drown that guy.
1: Let's drown that guy.
0: Uh, Jay
1: Slim. <laughs>
0: The fuck out of here!
1: Um, so uh, get
0: TF out of here, buddy.
1: So let's uh, let's let's talk about. Um, some... By the way,
0: uh, last thing about the Alexi Law saying. Do you think any? Do you think it's going to change anything? Uh, his rant. Do you think his rant changes anything? Do you think the players are going to be inspired or upset about it or?
1: I, th- I think the players are going to be uh, affected by it but but the, the 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 circumstances are what they are, and if they're they're they are not more motivated by the risk of losing uh, missing out in a world cup then it, it it would be a shame if the alexi lawless rant is what got, gets them like gets them going gets them uh, uh you know give them motivation to to beat these two teams so uh no, I don't think it has any real effect but i honestly what I do think it, it changes is it, it does affect People like us, I think it does motivate the people who cover soccer to not be uh, so timid about it.
0: Yeah, and you know somebody said, "Hey, if you're not being critical, then you're not you're not being a journalist. You're being a promotion. You're being a uh, PR person, yeah. uh, public relations person, which is true." Oh, I think you meant Puerto Rican person. Puerto Rican, oh, God <laughs> cannot be one of those. Uh, make sure you're critical, everyone. <laughs> Do not become a Puerto Rican. Uh, no, what I'm saying is, we're not journalists. We're not. Our job is not to you know sit here and 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 cut up what you're doing and and figure out uh and you know break news that's not us we're comedians um part of our job is to be critical you know what i mean because yeah. we're comedians and that's pain is where you find funny and and, and there's a we're lot going of, through a lot of pain uh, right
1: now uh so there's a lot pretty, of funny pretty a pretty painful yeah. i don't think
0: the audience is ready to laugh just yet <laughs> but uh there will be uh something funny i'm already thinking about the next cycle who's going to replace who's going to replace bob bradley you know
1: Sure. Well, I'm only thinking about my next menstrual cycle. Uh, Jesus Christ! Anyway, uh, <laughs> good God! You said who's going to praise Bob Bradley? What are you talking about? Oh, you know what I mean, Bruce Arena. Why
0: do I keep confusing? <laughs> what is to the this? issue
1: with? <laughs> just Brooklyn B, Bruce. B names. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, MLS <laughs> uh, happened. Oh, nice next cycle. It's <laughs> very funny. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. This is we're doing comedy. Remember? Will that one make the YouTube? <laughs> we'll find out.
0: If you're watching this, leave a comment below about how bad my fuck up on the coach name <laughs> is or that joke.
1: Look, there's a there's a lot of uh you know, this is why we get negative reviews. Yeah, this man. is it
0: right here. I can see it. Whatever, yo, if you ain't if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's a good sign. So, uh MLS did uh go on the, this weekend it, it is uh, uh officially back with uh, you know, every team uh, did did every team play. I think a, a couple teams didn't play. But um we we should start this uh discussion over uh, these MLS matches with Atlanta United opening Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Holy Lord. Whoa. I mean Beamer Benz and Martinez. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, I cannot
0: believe that their stadium is in Singapore because that was a public caning <laughs> that was wow, embarrassing if you're FC Dallas. Let's talk for one second. I mean, I wish we had some drinks to pour one out for uh, FC Dallas. What happened to their season? Yeah. I, I, it's U.S. It, Open Cup,
1: Supporter Shield, amazing through the first half. And then, yeah, they just have... They, they, they oddly uh, see, feel like a team that is like... Um, not necessarily that they, they've they got figured out. Uh, it's not necessarily that, but there is the, the, the flashiness um from up front from uh, Huruti, uh-huh, uh, Maro Diaz, uh, Michael Barrios, they, they, it, it's just like the last like 10 games it just hasn't been there and which which you you can expect some like offensive slumps, but FC Dallas defensively has always been a rock they've been to just uh not iraq iraq they've been iraq <laughs> and right now they're iran iran <laughs> out of the out of the stadium <laughs> but they you know, it, it's surprising to see these errors from from Matt Hedges and Walker Zimmerman, that's really been. They haven't been the same player at all. Their entire defense, their entire
0: back line has been shit. But also, Urruti said he was leaving. He said he wants to go. What is it, San Lorenzo?
1: Oh well, yeah, but that that fell through. Uh, they that, they were talking about that, and they, they were. I think they were active trying to sell him. I think they were trying to sell two players. But I think he said at the end of this contract, he wants to leave. I think he goes
0: back on a free. Oh okay. Well, that'll uh, obviously be uh, disappointing. Yeah, he wants to go home. He wants to get out of here. I don't know why he wants to go home. I mean, talk to Valera about what happens in Argentina.
1: I'm not too worried about um, uh, that. There, FC Dallas will 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 find. You know, they'll they'll just bring their academy is just great. So, you know, I don't think they'll have any real trouble replacing him. But if you if you
0: watch what they've done in the last few years, in the last year, year and a half, I think since the whole Fabian Castillo issue, they've seemed to have gotten away from you know their youth development and they've been bringing in players from the outside. So I think fans want them to go back
1: to that. Uh, it's weird cuz they don't they don't look they don't look that bad. I mean it it, it, it giving up three goals is a concern but it, there's they they made a couple mistakes that led uh, I know the Martinez goal was just like a a, a bad giveaway uh and, and but it's just those mistakes that they just weren't making in the past. They just they're making them now.
0: Yeah, and they're and they're paying the piper for them. And you know what it is? It's that little bit of luck. You know, they're not getting that little bit of the luck, they're not getting that bounce in the right direction. Yeah. Kellen Acosta hasn't also looked like himself either ever since the All Star game. Um I think they you know, actually probably even since the Gold Cup. Sure. Sure. Uh, Whatever. I mean, look, Atlanta looked incredible. Yeah, it's not even how bad FC Dallas looked. It's how incredible <laughs> Atlanta group. looked. And shouts to the fans, man. Yeah. Shouts to the fans for coming out, dude. They were huge. They were loud. Mercedes-Benz Stadium looks like it's so nice that you're allowing the Falcons to play in your home stadium.
1: <laughs> it's a very generous uh, thing to do. Yeah. But it. it uh, I know some people because the, the the upper uh, seats are not open yet, uh, and that's why they have all those. Uh, they have, they have those the banners. banners up and. It, it, could I mean, they have sold those though? It did. It looked very easily. I think they could have very easily sold those.
0: That's what it, that's what it felt like. Ridiculous. Yeah. If they can get fifty, whatever it is, sixty thousand, seventy thousand. Yeah. And a soccer. Game, I mean, that that rivals the best in the world. Yeah. I
1: mean, uh, Atlanta- which
0: points me to our uh, event that we're having. <laughs>
1: September 28th. September 28th. We've got to
0: be able to fill that bad boy out.
1: Red Clay Comedy Festival. We're hoping to get sixty 000 to 70,000 people. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I re- mean, the room fits less than 100, <laughs> which is why we're saying it's very
0: limited. And by the way, the ticket sales have been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, so if you have friends that want to go to this and they're not sure, tell them to get tickets soon. Correct. Uh, because we're, we're happy to report that we haven't even mentioned who's going to be there yet. Yeah. And already tickets are flying uh, off the shelves.
1: Oh, off the shelves, yeah. We have the, they- we have the tickets on a, uh, on a shelf back. We here. put them on a shelf. Uh,
0: we should not have done that. Uh, we moved it they seem to be flying off the shelf.
1: <laughs> so we
0: have lights that are trying to kill us, <laughs> and we have tickets flying off shelves.
1: So, uh, but but Atlanta did look great, and it was good. Uh, yeah, uh, how did he feel about the the turf? Uh, now we know they they left Bobby Dodd, which was a, a grass field, uh, and going to to the turf of uh of uh you know Mercedes-Benz Stadium and and, and seeing just seeing the pellets bounce off of uh, Miguel, yeah. Miguel uh, Amiron's like feet I was just like okay what's uh, it's just this is I'm not used to this I'm not used to it and I
0: don't think they are either there's plenty of times where uh their touches like Julian Gressel, when he came in he had that one touch where he just kicked it ahead of him and it just kept going yeah, yeah. It, it looked like <laughs> it looked like uh you know like uh, you kick uh, like you hit a pool ball in the right position. It just keeps rolling forward. Um, You know, there's, there's a little bit of that learning curve here's the fear the fear is they have what I think if the exact numbers what 700 games in the next 13 days that's right yeah. uh, I mean, most
1: uh, most uh, <laughs> yeah the MLS season is uh, 782 games
0: yeah yeah so uh, we'll be prepared for that uh, <laughs> a lot of tickets a lot of tickets to buy in the Atlanta area but obviously they have a lot of home games they're, they're doing like Wednesday Sunday Wednesday Sunday Wednesday Sunday Wednesday Sunday yeah um, this string of games will put them in either second or third place I don't think they'll be able to hopscotch. If, I mean, if
1: they win if yeah they have to win I mean
0: sports. I I I I can't imagine well come- here's the i also predicted that that man in vancouver who's creeping on a come-up uh would make uh the the finals i may be wrong <laughs> about both of them but they're both doing playing pretty well atlanta i don't imagine misses the playoffs
1: yeah i don't think so either uh Mont- they have a ton of game in hand Mon- montreal just Games in hand uh lost Games hand. Uh, their game against uh i forget what they played but they uh they lost i mean montreal and maybe maybe orlando uh, cre- I, I don't think Orlando's going to make the playoffs. Uh, neither this is-, is... This has to be the
0: worst for Orlando fans. You paid how much for Dom Dwyer? You have Kakat at the final year of his contract, essentially.
1: Oh, you know what? We uh, before I, I, uh, This happened... I don't even remember exactly when this happened. I don't think we missed it on the last episode, but... Speaking of Orlando Will Johnson Do you you hear about this? Oh that's right He got arrested for Domestic uh, Violence Yeah Domestic violence Some domestic dispute Uh And then he was arrested And another Just Orlando player With a mugshot Uh it can't yeah. it's not just the fans anymore. <laughs> just, just I mean, we like you know, there were a couple of people making like jokes about it. I, I don't, I personally don't like really making jokes about domestic violence. Domestic violence about. is like whatever. It's just like abs- obviously absurd and and, and just uh, uh, deplorable. Uh, and he's Canadian too, right? Yeah, this not is completely unexpected. I don't know what is. What did he apologize too hard? <laughs> what, what is happening with the, the Canadian players of, over in, in the Orlando City oh. locker room? But
0: chance to Kyle Aaron? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For doing oh, the I, Alexis oh, celebration. I oh, I, I
1: thought you meant, uh, like, Kyle Aaron's happy because it, it doesn't... It uh, takes he's like, away. I'm it,
0: not so bad now, <laughs> huh?
1: <laughs> I didn't beat the other side of the road. I just drove on. it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they got a, a, a couple things, well, too. Hopefully well,
0: hopefully Will, you know, uh, Will's wife or girlfriend, whoever it was, uh, or, or boyfriend, I don't know who it is, uh, hopefully they're okay. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously, no jokes about that uh terrible thing to do uh but yeah kyle aaron is like <laughs> thanks buddy i think i can go back to scoring now <laughs> and oddly enough
1: he did score a goal
0: of the weekend yeah so. he did uh, and he brought out the Alexa celebration he did he picked up the phone so
1: someone would say it's uh the 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 half uh uh what's his name greaseman greaseman the half of greaseman the hotline bling <laughs> um i did uh uh, I don't know. If, uh, before we uh, move on to another game, I, I, the the Atlanta did play incredibly well, and I was and it was cool that they got a win there. I mean, in the first game, yeah. I mean, it would have been so how much of a bummer! Open the new stadium, uh, uh and and forty five thousand people are just like, what the what the hell is this? About? What is going what on? <laughs> yeah, I thought this would be, this would turn out a little bit better, but no, they Ooh. not only did they win, but they played uh, so so well, incredibly well, uh, and it was good. I I think there was like a the the big concern because I. I uh, I think Joseph Martinez was, like, kind of limping a little bit. He was bit. stretching. He was stretching throughout so, parts of the game. W- w- through this stretch of games, you're just like, well, it's going to happen to somebody. Yes. Somebody's going to get hurt. Get well, it's turf. It's just, yeah. It's turf, and it's not
0: just because turf. Turf is very hard to play on that many times, um, and you have players that aren't conditioned for it. Yeah. So what's going to happen? And I think this is – it may turn out to be a big deal. I don't think – I honestly think Atlanta warrants their own stadium.
1: I don't think it's ever gonna happen No this, It's just Mercedes no, Benz is brand
0: new The one thing they could do Is sort of maybe Find I'm, a way to get Imagine signed.
1: there's some Like uh, you know A public appeal To, to get a, a, a new stadium Once you, you're you just in a, This bright shiny new stadium Yeah that's like, hilarious
0: <laughs> We need another stadium uh,
1: Just every six weeks They're like This stadium is not good enough I want I mean, another Yeah the Wi-Fi in here We need to shut this thing down And build another one <laughs> It's just all this
0: public build money walls shut
1: for shut down the schools yeah. we need more stadiums yeah.
0: why hasn't the garbage been picked up i don't know maybe it's the 12
1: stadiums that has nothing to do with it yeah. do not even
0: blame we needed well, it throw the garbage in the first 10 because we don't use them anymore we got these you know the the corner flag broke broke so we needed a new stadium <laughs> but he
1: wants to buy a new corner
0: flag out of your that's, mind? that's absurd absurd <laughs> crazy talk
1: um, so let's move on to uh, dc against orlando with it's uh, DC United, the team uh, that can win against uh, Atlanta whenever they want. Whenever they want, <laughs> they have their number. Uh, but uh, DC United did lose this game uh, two to one against uh, against Orlando. Orlando finally wins the game. I mean, they desperately needed this one. Very. And, and you know, Jason Christ said, "This is it. Everyone's
0: job is on the line." I think what he meant to say was. Please play, everyone. My, <laughs> my job, job is on the line. Please,
1: I need my job. My this job is, so bad. It's
0: a competition for everyone <laughs> to help me keep my job. And where is everyone that said that we were wrong when he got fired from NYCFC? This is the exact same thing. It's like this. You have, like, you know, uh, a lot of talent. You go out and you get a bunch of stuff and complete capitulation. And that's exactly what's happened. But they won. Can they turn it around? It's the MLS playoffs. So everyone except two teams make it. Uh,
1: so, you know, there is a chance that they come back. Uh oh yeah, it, it, watching this game and watching uh, watching Orlando the last uh, couple of weeks, it, it does and and also you you know with with Kyle Laram with Will Johnson, it it, it it kind of uh uh begs the question like is this it, it, are these problems like institutional within, right within this club uh and 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 you know it, it, it's difficult uh to not ask that question when like when we've spoken to players uh, maybe from NYCFC and, and they make made the comparison between Christ and Vieira and they would say like oh well you know Patrick doesn't want me to do that oh when we interviewed right. When we interviewed Jack Harrison and he ate a burger he's like and he jokingly was like uh, don't tell Patrick I'm eating this burger but there is even though that it is kind of a joke but you see the, the strict policy and the guidelines of how you should behave in general even if you go
0: and say you're only allowed to do so much and then people do just a little bit less than that That's still them doing a lot You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah Like you go so far Like the police will say Our speed limit is 50 Knowing people are going to do 60
1: Yeah You know what I'm saying? Because because it seems Patrick Vieira brings uh, that, that European Like th- this is how you carry yourself Right This is the level At which you need to sort of How strict you need to carry yourself Across the board Yeah And, and unlike uh, other sports I would say the average age Of a soccer player Is much, much younger so Yeah th- there, they there is a requirement To like Kind of be be their be their dad a little bit and and yeah. show, show showed him how to uh, how to be composed.
0: I mean, just look at Jonathan Lewis. You know, when we first met him, we were like, "Oh my god, god. yeah, this is a this, this is a kid, this is a little kid. This is a kid." <laughs> and he he has a very youthful face and he has a very youthful demeanor. I look um, young, and I was just
1: like, "Yo, bro, you you look like a little little, little, little
0: scram. <laughs> little, little, yeah. Tussle his hair." <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but like you realize, you know, Jack Harrison. You know, uh, probably because of the accent. You could see how young he is. But because of the accent, he comes across just a tinge more mature. Yeah. Not, not that he is more mature, but he just like comes across. You, you feel like you're speaking to a full-grown adult. I wonder what Jonathan Lewis is going to look like in a few years. I feel like we're not going to recognize him. He <laughs> is very youthful looking. Yeah, like he's about to hit puberty. Yeah, yeah. Well, so does Maxi Morales but that's because he's like four foot ten. But, you know, those are the things that, like, you see these players and you're like, oh. Even even Mikey Gonzalez, Mikey Lopez, to some degree, yeah. Who you know he has he when he speaks, he has like this very like again youthful demeanor to him. He sure. has this sort of like youthful spring to his
1: conversation, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, He's you're like, not jaded at all, <laughs> you know. So it, may, it might be like maybe Christ is not uh, as much of that like father figure. Uh, could be c- maybe c- he's not compa- strict enough. Compa- yeah, compared to maybe other uh, MLS coaches. Uh, but but this game uh, was was pretty good, and and, and Orlando got uh, you know they, they were up to uh, you know I believe in the first half. Uh, so I, you know a lot of the game, especially which uh, how they've been playing, you can tell that they were just like let's please just do whatever we can. You could just see Kaká like come on. Just, get, just let's not ruin this. Just keep passing with him we're, we're never, yeah. we're never in this position. Guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: mean, and look, that season's got to be super frustrating for them.
1: Yeah, Al Bendik was great. Uh, he had a, a, a couple great saves, and, and watching um, Patrick yeah, Mullins shot. Patrick Mullins uh, had had a great uh, chance early. I was gonna say uh,
0: Teixeira, but I was thinking of Acosta. Just you know, he had he had such great opportunities. You know, the game could have been even tighter.
1: Sure, uh, they they got a late goal from uh, Kofi uh, Kofi Opare or Opara they, I, 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 Ipari something like that. No, it's a, it's with a, oh I know that for sure. Uh, wow. Kofi Kofi Opare it just O'Pair, sounds yeah I but but like a like a nanny like an yeah O'Pair. yeah <laughs> <It's> just Kofi <laughs> nanny is it like a Opare or Opare Kofi Annan. it was Kofi Annan. <laughs> Kofi Annan. <laughs> he's out there. Uh, but you that goal wouldn't have happened without uh, Paul Ariola. Uh, right doing that back heel uh and and Paul Ariola Ar- 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 just got there a couple weeks ago what is it three million dollars from uh the cholos yeah but he clearly looks like the best player there i mean he's, he's a game changer is yeah what he he, is. he's just looking great and and hopefully uh, you know next season this united could just play a bit better because he he basically got there while the, the ship was already burning uh, yeah so he's Which, not-
0: again tom dwyer was brought in to sort of write that ship and you know he was like hey guys guys is too far gone
1: well that's interesting right because D- dwyer uh, uh it's like the titanic going down he's like you think me turning the wheels is gonna save us <laughs> well dwyer hasn't scored yet While he's been there. But he did get uh, his first assist for uh, Orlando. And... Uh, there is a. I think when you think of uh, you know Laren and Dwyer uh, those two up front, they're gonna Charles Barnes just behind you. I mean, yeah, you think uh, oh these guys are gonna crush it? Kaka feeding them, you're like it's instant. And but it's been the opposite, it's the exact opposite. Uh, it, it, it's weird that um, especially with how bullish Dom Dwyer is, that he you know he kind of hasn't gotten one. I know he he did get a great chance that that Bill Hamid saved, but. Yeah, there is like just like it's almost like Laren and Dwyer are two alike to play together. That's that's kind of what it's looking like. Well, I mean, the off season might solve that for them. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I, I thought I thought you like were implying that he was going to get another DUI or something. No, no, I think he's <laughs> going to get.
0: Unless I don't know, maybe in Turkey, uh, you don't get those. But I feel like he's going to be sold. Yeah, you know, Kyle Laren has the goods to play elsewhere. Yeah, so does Dom Dwyer. No offense to Dom, but I feel like Dom is because he was sold for so much, is not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, like, uh, they said, you know, uh, you know, Peter Verme said that, you know, he, they would have made more money if they sold him for X amount of million. He wouldn't have been able to have as much salary cap flexibility as if he sold it for all that TAM. Sure. So you spend all that TAM, you're keeping that TAM. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to use him.
1: Uh, so, and uh, what did you think of, um, uh, the, the, the red card given to Seb Hines? Uh, it was Lloyd Sam and Seb Hines kind of, uh, tussling. Kind of- I mean, no, Lloyd Sam was just, would not let go. It wouldn't. Look, I was clearly instigated by Lloyd Sam. So if if you didn't Which, see if you didn't see this game, there was a, a red card given to Sabine after Lloyd Sam. This was towards the end. They're, they're trying to. They're, they're, trying to find the equalizer right and lloyd sam just like uh just hanging alone. Hanging over. him bear hugs
0: yeah like he he sort of had him like a sash like like wrapped like a sash <laughs> yes and he sort of was like dragging his feet so like sure. he was like seb, i thought seb hines was miss columbia for a second yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm sorry it says miss philippine on here <laughs> um but he he basically was just allowing himself like he was dead weighting himself yeah so that seb hines couldn't really move so seb hines was just like trying to get out of and it, I, trying to get I, in the game. He just turned around and pushed him down, and Lloyd Sam flopped. You know, he yeah. dove onto the ground. I, you know,
1: I, can VAR be used for that? I don't think so, right? I would say uh, yeah, for any red card, right? Uh, I mean, it has to be a clear, sort of those clear and obvious errors. I, I, I don't know exactly. Because Seb did push him. There's there's no denial of that. Maybe it's not that he shouldn't have gotten a red
0: card, but maybe they both should have gotten but, one. Yeah,
1: that's probably the, you know? the correct result because even you're not. You, everybody knows you're not supposed to. Even if somebody instigates, you're not supposed to. You know. you Yeah, yeah. Like, I know I punched him, but still. <laughs> but you know, he, mom, he started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we all watched you know Zidane in the World Cup Headbutt the dude. Yeah. You know he uh, had it coming. He had it coming. You <laughs> can't talk about the dude's sister, <laughs> but you get in trouble for that. But not for the uh, nasty comment. Yeah. But I. I think Seb Hines should not have gotten a red card, and I would have loved in in if all things were were perfect. Lloyd Sam gets the red card, not Seb Hines. Because well, L- Seb Hines was just like, "What else am I supposed to do if yeah. you're not going to call it? I need to find a way to get him off me so I can get back in the game."
1: Yeah, he's literally grappling onto him like the way a, like a dog humps your leg, and yeah. you're just like, "Well, I mean, it's not." the worst thing in the right, world. If you but, kick a dog that's humping your leg, <laughs> you're going to get in trouble for kicking gonna a dog. People are going to be mad at you for kicking that
0: dog. You're going to be like, he almost ruined my jeans. <laughs> Put a hole in them, if I'm not being honest. If I'm being honest. Uh, so, you know what? I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. It's a, whose fault is it? A lot of people, I mean, Lloyd time did get a yellow card for that. Uh, But it it, yeah I don't know Should VAR be used In in those instances I feel like the Disciplinary committee Yeah it seems like Maybe the red card Might get rescinded to Or maybe downgraded To a yellow for Seb Yeah
0: and you know Maybe he still gets Suspended because of Accumulation I'm not sure But nonetheless it should On record show that He I mean what else Are you supposed to do In that situation If if he does If the red card remains I would love for someone To come out and be like Here's what you do If this happens to you I would love to find out What you do Yeah
1: uh, well, I mean, so DC did lose this game so Orlando, uh, defeated DC United, uh, D- DC United always defeats Atlanta United. Therefore, is Orlando City a better team than Atlanta United? Well, right now, uh, no one's coming to our event anymore because you just <laughs> asked that question. Clearly not. Your math does not make any sense. Oh, I'm just I'm just asking the hard questions, guys. Yeah,
0: you're playing devil's
1: advocate. <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's go over to uh, the Western Conference, the the inferior Western Conference. Uh, Van- the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, hosted Real Salt Lake and they won this game three to two second win in a row I, I mean it, it, the Cascadia region is uh, dominating the Western Conference they're leveling I mean, up yeah to- the top three are uh, Vancouver, Portland, and Seattle and uh
0: uh, For my money, Vancouver is missing a few pieces. They're not a perfect team. They're playing really well right now. The luck, the run of luck that Montreal normally gets at this uh, time of year, Vancouver now has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, just shifted over to the west coast of Canada,
1: baby. Yeah, it's uh, taking a trip on the west side. <laughs> uh, I'm watching a couple. Uh, I've been watching a few more Whitecaps games in, in general and uh, they you know what they are a pretty entertaining team to very, watch very I, I do like watching I think in the beginning of the season and they, they are like a team that's like that feels so far away you know oh yeah and Vancouver's not I mean it's probably closer than Seattle right I think no. so. No. Isn't it all it's about further. the same? Okay, whatever. It's not that much further, but it is further. For whatever, it just feels like that it might have well be in Alaska. Yeah, like South Korea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but they they play uh, they, they play the, uh, an attractive game, uh, and and, yeah. and and I think yeah, early on in the season they weren't getting uh, a, a lot of those results that they, that they probably uh, deserved, but. Uh, yeah, just in, in general, you know, uh, uh, who's uh, the dude uh, that, that scored the header? Uh, Jordi Reyna, who's Jordi playing beast in international, and yeah, yeah. He, he had that uh, incredible header uh, into uh, after the cross from a uh, I believe, and just it, it was uh, it was like one of those uh, balls that that was just like. You're not sure if to kick it or you're not sure. To yeah, hit it was it. like
0: chest high, maybe yeah, a little
1: lower. A little lower. It's like one of the ones that like Lampard would take off his thigh. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but he he did just a it was just a it was a, a you know, I, I want to say like a European flashy fast it was, goal. It was like a
0: Superman dive yeah. at the ball. He he flung himself in the direction of the goal that he wanted that ball to go. But also, what kind of a cross was that? The I forgot the player who uh Ibini had a completely clear view of the net and just kicked it <laughs> sideways. Yeah, it almost he almost uh, kicked it backwards. Yeah, it was very odd. I mean, I get that's that goes because of Jordi yeah, that cross I don't think was intentional. I think he just mishit the ball, really? but no. with the force <laughs> of, the,
1: of a of a penalty kick, yeah, just
0: <laughs> way too hard. And Jordi was like, "Well, I think I got this."
1: <laughs> it was yeah, it was a a, a nice goal to see. You, you don't really see uh, diving headers that often in MLS. I mean, no, it's, I and, mean just in in general. But that that was a, a
0: good looking goal. The other goal, the uh, or the one of the other goals, the Teixeira goal, where yes. it kind of just. Hit it in the right. And what's uh, what's the what's the defender's name? Uh, the blonde dude. Uh, Tim Parker. No, no. Joseph Glad. Joseph- no, Justin Glad. Justin Glad. Uh, Justin Glad. Who is incredible youth product over from uh, RSL? You know, big you know big highlight for American soccer. A lot of rumors of him being sold. I've seen nothing but wonderful highlights of him. This was not one of them. He was nowhere near. And again, you don't pull yourself off the line. But you also don't give Teixeira that much space. Teixeira was completely open that entire play, and he almost miss hit the ball. You know, like, you know, when you have, you know, when, uh, has this ever happened to you when you're playing basketball, someone just completely backs off of you oh, as sure. you're on the three point line and you're like too much space. There's no one coming at you and you flat, you, you flop the shot because of it. You, you, F not, up. Y-
1: yeah, yeah. You're not used to that much space.
0: Yeah. You almost have like, it's too much. Everyone's like now staring at you you're like, no, sure. no, no, go ahead. And you mess up. That's kind of how it felt a little bit. He sort of miss hit it, but that miss hit is what allowed it to
1: trickle in, even though yeah. uh, the keeper got a hand on it. Well, I, I would even blame. Um, who was it? Albert Rusnak. Who was they? They. they you know, the, they. They messed up those defensive markings. Like it, it was like once they once the once Teixeira got past the midfield, Albert Rusnak started pointing. He's like, hey, Mark, get somebody, get that guy. Yeah. And. And he looked very lazy in that. It's like he, he was outside the box when he probably just should have been inside the box. If he was, that would have he would, that would not have been a goal because the, the pass wouldn't have made it to 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 share in the first place. But it it was one of those like uh, oh the the, the, def, the the defense will take care. of Yeah, and look, I know Petke well enough to say
0: he doesn't care if you're an offensive guy, but I don't think you bring Rusnak in for. His defensive capabilities, you know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh,
1: but RSL was uh, kind of, you know, they, they were doing pro- well for a while. And they, well, I mean, they're only two points out of a, a, a playoff spot. But they're
0: also – they've played incredibly – they were had a terrible first half of the season. They've been playing incredibly well as of late. Yeah. Uh, you know, they seem to be buying into pecky stuff. You know, Trey went and got the new printer. Yeah. That you was, know, everything. That, that
1: was a turning point for the season.
0: Trey, go get the printer. That was a big <laughs> moment. You know, sometimes you just got to be your true self, even if it's, if you sound like a subcontractor from Long Island. <laughs> Did you see he put up a picture of himself a couple months before 9-11? Like when he got signed, he was standing, he took a picture in front I, of I the towers. Photo, no. He's wearing he's got like blonde hair, baggy clothes, baggy khakis, and like these big boots. Was so he just a member of Crisscross? He looks he looks <laughs> he looks like a member of InSync. Is uh, in Onyx? <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. In fact, right after they took the photo, he threw his guns in the air like he just didn't care. <laughs> and then he slammed. Da-da-da. Um and in fact he coaches by letting the boys be boys. Look at that.
1: Look, we had Will Smith references two weeks ago, and now Onyx. Now Onyx. Come on, you <laughs> you guys don't know who Onyx is, you're missing out. Watch the movie Sunset Park. Great movie. Sure. It's about basketball. It's a, yeah, it is about basketball. I mean, and uh, who was this? Who was in that movie? Treacherous, Sticky Fingers? Who's in No, it was a Fredro Starr. Fredro Starr, okay. Yeah, who was also in Moesha. He was in a bunch. But
0: oh, yeah. the handshake that a lot of us still do is because of that movie. What handshake? The the dap and half hug, half dap hug. Oh, that that was invented, in not time, invented time? in that, but it was right around that era. That movie was the first one, the first thing to like display that handshake. Because I remember me and my friends were like, "Oh, they stole it from us," and then we realized we stole it from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: whatever was that? What it, like I mean the you know Alexis's childhood was was built around a lot of stealing. Just, that's the main thing. Yeah. Uh, actually, you're not wrong about that. Quite a
0: bit, to be honest with you. Probably more than the average should have. And it's made me wildly comfortable with it as an adult.
1: Uh, fine. And the last game I want to talk about uh, in some detail is uh, New York City against uh, Portland. and uh, Another game that probably should have been rained out. <laughs> uh, a couple things before. Uh, uh, props to the Timbers Army. Timbers Army. They represented, sh- huh? Showed. Up, yeah, they were a lot of people from Portland uh, there uh, at the game. I mean, you, you know the, the the away section. I mean, they easily had to be about like five, six hundred people. I mean, right. which is for I mean, compared to like a Red Bull game, where, I mean that we, we you know uh, Yankee Stadium gets a lot of uh, Rebel fans there, but I, from a, from a Western Conference team, mm-hmm. uh, it, it it shows that we have a lot of Portland transplants in Brooklyn. That's uh, that's kind of the main.
0: Yeah, I mean they're like you
1: know they're like kissing cousins,
0: Portland and Boston and uh, Brooklyn. Oh sure, you know I mean they're like the exact same thing. Yeah, you graduate to Portland from Brooklyn, <laughs> so I think a lot of people come back here. We're the we're the USL. Brooklyn is the USL for Portland, <laughs> so a lot of uh, a lot of Portlanders come here to really get, step their game up and trying to save the trees. Yeah, and complain about you know it, uh, cold brew coffee
1: or whatever. <laughs> it uh, it was cool. Um, uh, just, and I got to uh, a couple of Timbers fans came. Oh, I'm so I'm so upset that I got to miss meeting. Uh, yeah, Igor, so, Igor. Uh, Timbers Army, a couple of Timbers Army folks came out to. And the to,
0: Eric Keating, Eric. I mean, Keating. There
1: was so many. <laughs> they came out to uh, knock and boost the comedy show that I do in in, in Park Slope, uh, and and then I also hung out with them after the after the game, which NYCFC lost uh, one nothing. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, and-, and luckily nothing major happened after no- <laughs> the game that caused you any embarrassment. <laughs> it was yeah, it was uh, totally chill, uh, cool environment. Uh, um, but so we'll talk about that stuff. But let's talk about the game itself. So yeah. uh, uh, let's uh, start with obviously uh, Portland. Uh, they once came one nothing, but. I feel like there were a lot of reasons why they should not have gotten all three points. Uh, NYCFC did have so much possession; they uh, they also,
0: dominated the stats. They dominated the stats except
1: for the one, which is goals. And, but uh, and, and it's not like, uh, especially in the second half, Portland was. Uh, you know, they, they they NYCFC was playing way more up front, and uh, Portland had so many chances that if Sean Johnson wasn't there. Uh, this game is easily well. You know, think about three it. Four in nothing. a loss,
0: <laughs> Sean Johnson still made the week's best eleven. That's right.
1: Yeah, that one save. Yeah, yeah that was a wow. big save I have, uh, from Valeri. In which, I, when when I was there and watching it, and I, I part of me was wondering why um, Valeri didn't go farther uh, to the to the left post. Yeah, just for, for the shot across the but, goal. But I I think Valeri had the assumption that oh Sean Johnson he's going to go to the far post. So let me go a little bit more near. Uh right. I think he was trying to go to the opposite the opposite post, the yeah. near post. And uh and he hit it kind of a little too central. Right. Uh, I, but it's oh, a miraculous save from Sean Johnson. I, I mean I,
0: it was incredible. Great save. He sprung up like the the gif of the cat. You know, the the kid kicks like a rolled up piece of paper and the cat. That's exactly what he did.
1: But a big controversial moment was in the first half. uh, Was it Guzman? I think it's David Guzman. uh, Who was a, a, a thorn in the side. Yeah. Of everyone in my <laughs> CFC. But he fouled uh Maxi Morales. Uh he was, you know, Guzman is on the ground and he legitimately just grabs uh Morales' leg before he he probably has a a chance to be one on one with the keeper. Uh Guzman gets a yellow. A lot of people think he was he he uh denied an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Doug so. Loved and, it. And should have gotten a red card. I agree. I kind of agree as well. It was it was a little Ridiculous, I, I, and and it's you know that kind of play is not a, a thing you see. Uh, you see people kind of grab at a, a player's shoulder or tug their well, shirt,
0: like, tug, the, tug the shirt. I think to, is the most to, you common.
1: know to, to to like to stop a to stop a play, right? But to just grab his leg.
0: Well, there's also the term of like the professional foul, you know, which was yeah, you know, like okay, look, you got me. You're gonna beat me. I'm gonna foul you. I'm not trying to hurt you, but I'm definitely gonna try to stop you. And if I get a yellow, I get a yellow. But I'd rather get a yellow. I'd rather see a yellow than than give up a goal. Yeah, then give up a goal. This was the most unprofessional professional (laughs) foul I think I've seen in a long time. You don't just grab the guy's leg. And once again, the optics of this. Maxie is such a small guy yeah. that you're just like, let go of that child's leg. You know, it's just the first thing yeah. my mind thinks of when I saw that. It's just like, how rude! If that boy's parents see you do that, <laughs> you're gonna get a stern talking to their girlfriend. Yeah,
1: that is the opposite because we're used to, we're used to seeing like a child who doesn't want like their dad to go to work, so they hold you know they hold on to their leg. You know I what know, I mean? I know, what none of this feels like
0: <laughs> you. You, you basically know, you know when you. Love something. your
1: father, and you don't want him to leave. <laughs> that kind of do, actually. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. So, but it, it, so that—that's what it, uh, it, it sort of screamed. Though, but it was uh, at the at the moment. uh I, I think it was you know not really that professional foul. I mean, you saw what he was trying to do, but it, in the circumstance, you you, you don't the think... the action th- makes sense, but the the what the he timing acted, the, yeah. the timing of when he did it because it it really looked like. Morales was was had like again an obvious goal scoring opportunity, and there was no other defender that close to him. So I think the refs' uh, uh, interpretation of it was like, oh, the other defender was going to get there, but at the time the grab happened, it didn't. It didn't. The defender wasn't, I I think, close enough to warrant just a yellow card. No, not at all. Um, And the other thing is part of
0: the issue with Maxi getting these calls. Is that he kind of begs for a lot of calls? Sure. So it's kind of like the crying wolf thing. You know what I mean? Like he's always got his. He's always on his knees with his hand up. Like what the hell? Did you see that? Like I just got thrown. You know what I mean? It's like you I mean, can't he does always get, do that. He, he
1: does get fouled a lot too. Well,
0: I mean that's how you stop him.
1: Sure. You know. But if you're not going to get every call, don't ask for every call. Wait until you need it. Well, speaking of uh, asking for calls, uh, Andrea Pirlo is, uh, I think hit hit the hit the peak of. New York City FC fan frustration with uh, the, you yeah. know he he is the reason the the goal was given up. I mean we can't uh, we can't hide that. No, uh, you know watching being there and watching the the amount of options that Pilo had when he to to make that pass before he he, he lost the ball to uh, leaves Darren Maddox seeing how many options he had and he gets, he doesn't even get pushed. I mean, it's like a slight, like he got, he, he Maddox was playing defense. He just played, he he properly played defense against an yes. old man that didn't, that looked like he was had no real interest. In- None whatsoever. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of have
0: to defend him a little bit here in the sense that he has gotten that call every day of his entire life (laughs) since he was a child. Yeah. It's impossible now for him to sort of retrain himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's hard, but like we are a much more physical league and those calls aren't often made here. And to some degree, they're almost like they, the, you could see the refs despise to allow that to happen. Oh, like the, the influential millionaire DP, uh we have to protect them you can see that they almost go out of their way to not do that you know what i mean yeah it it's uh, it's rare that in the premier league or in la liga or in the serie a you see them like do the the get up you know the get up thing where sure. you see that a lot in mls yeah the, the mls refs are like uh, no not over here buddy no blood no foul <laughs> dog and let me tell you something. He's gotten that call forever. I understand why he falls. He slides on his knees and looks up and like, "Oh, did you see me get pushed?"
1: Well, it, I mean, in in that instance, he did. He if he did get pushed, it wasn't that like aggressive. It, it wasn't clearly v- visual that like the, uh, a strong push happened enough yeah. to uh, to warrant a foul. Sure, it was good defending. But Pirlo's, uh, and, and you see who was it? Uh, I think it was R.J. Allen that was uh, that had to like essentially play defense for Pirlo because he's, He's very busy looking at the ref with his arms in the air and asking yeah. what's going on. And RJ had some missteps in that match, too. He was out of position.
0: Sometimes he got very aggressive.
1: Sure, but I, look, and, and it's it's a bummer because NYCFC lost. Uh, and so it, 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 we zero in on Pirlo because he's the reason the, the, yeah. the goal was given up. Uh, but I, I, I do like the, the 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 sort of team mentality. Like, they, they, they don't blame Pirlo for the loss. because I, And I don't think... Uh, and I, I I don't think that's fair either. No, because they had opportunities. Yeah. Uh, but but it it did. Clearly, this is the end of the Pirlo experiment. Yeah. But but I watch just being there. I was just so like, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, like like come on, like you saw this coming. Like come on, right. you you expected this. It's frustrating. It's 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 uh it, it's so easily avoidable. Some people ask the question like maybe Pirlo shouldn't have started that game. Uh. But, uh, what you know, what are the other options? You know, everybody's hurt. Yeah, Herrera's hurt. V is hurt. Uh, uh, Ring. Uh, there's, there's very few options. Yeah, it's hard to
0: say, don't start that guy who's your DP and won the World Cup. Yes.
1: and uh, In the position that he plays. Yeah. Even and, we don't and, play. and when there's no one else, when everyone else is injured, it's like, oh, go, uh, give me one leg Herrera uh, yeah, over, yeah, <laughs> over yeah. Pirlo. No one's going to say it's that. It's like
2: you're
0: doing a pick a basketball <laughs> game in the last, it's between like... A little kid Or Michael Jordan You're like uh, You know I'll take the kid In the wheelchair <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me Come on wheels Get in here uh, yeah. <laughs> I, Uh You know It's hard to watch Everyone has said it That he's clearly Like sort of You know He sort of ghost walks You know Pablo Maurer Even mentioned it Yeah, That he's like Oh it's obvious That he doesn't care I don't think it's that I just think it's he doesn't play this style of game. He was never that physical of a player. And in his mind, he's like, well, what's the back line for? Sure. I'm up here trying to pick out passes. They're there to cover for me. Yeah, well, you don't have the greatest central backs
1: <laughs> uh, in history like you had at Juve. Look, they, look, I, I think they they tried to recover, but it, it, watching watching the play and watching it build up, it, it no, I I could tell that no NYCFC player expected him to lose the ball at that moment. No, not at not, all. Not a one. And because it, it's peer low, because <laughs> okay. and, and because he had two options to pass. He could have passed it to uh, Briant, and he could have passed it to RJ. But he chose to try to make a move to get by Darren Maddox, one of the fastest. One of the guys fastest dudes in the damn league. <laughs> yeah, the
0: guy that everyone points to and goes, oh. A lot of pace on that guy.
1: <laughs> you know what? He's a he's a, a a a good uh, system. If uh, if the guy at Cornrows, he's probably super fast. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fair it's a fair guess. You might be wrong. You know, you might be wrong. You might be wrong. But a lot of times, you're gonna be right. <laughs> Let's just assume,
0: got Cornrows. It's for aerodynamics. <laughs>
1: Yes. Okay. Which but, reminds me, let's get Pirlo some cornrows because he looks slow. Imp- increases speed by twelve <laughs> percent. Cornrow Pirlo. Let's get Kyrie some cornrows. <laughs> that that kid needs something. I mean, he he had the 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 blonde like uh, not mohawk, but like like the Saudi Omane streak. Yeah, he did have that. He looked yeah. like a Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sadio Mane out there getting his kicks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. In, in English soccer, people are kicking people in the face and being I, like, you know what? It wasn't even a red because, I like, mean, he well, he didn't mean it. Uh, Did he bleed Yeah actually He did a lot of stitches But
0: uh, (laughs) did that happen On the field Or was that afterwards Hindsight 2020 You know what I mean You know what Let's not be so harsh With you giving out These red cards I mean have we thought About how Sadio feels About this whole thing You know
1: (laughs) No one even asked
0: him I mean we're sitting here Talking about this one guy Somebody said that uh, Don't worry about it He grew up in the favelas This isn't the worst thing That's ever happened Sadio Mane No uh, Ederson Oh okay Ederson is from uh, Brazil Oh sure Clearly he's from the favelas because he has a massive <laughs> neck tattoo. You don't get that when you grow up in the
1: burbs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a favela tattoo <laughs> all day. We, we, uh, it, it, was interesting. So we were talking about hanging out, uh, you know, with, uh, with well, you guys, which
0: is, uh, I'm, I'm a little upset because we have a lot of fans.
1: Yeah. Um, shouts to Igor, shouts to,
0: um, Kelly, uh, Kelly, uh, yeah, Kelly Lopez, Lopez,
1: uh, who's, uh, you, we always, um, Mario's sister. Very nice of her. <laughs> big fan. We're always tweeting, uh, back and forth, uh because she, I, I she she's great because she she uh again i never met her i didn't know her but she right. she was timbers timbers fan and uh, i saw her on twitter cause she, and she's always uh tweeting about like her own soccer games yeah like uh, from she plays in her own soccer league yeah so her, her, she, her she's uh, at uh, lopez number 11 right and and i but i feel like i know her life based on 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 like she'll talk about how games went yeah. she'll be like oh i scored two and uh and i didn't really like how i played and i'm like all right kelly like you know, you'll get them next game. It is weird to walk up to someone you've never met but have
0: something to talk about because sure. you understand what. <laughs> like I was, I was posting. Which, by the way, if you guys ever care i post whenever i go away and stuff i post on my instagram stories and uh my wife i was trolling my wife a lot on the trip uh oh, that was a healthy marriage uh, it was hilarious <laughs> people were like oh, i wish i could say this to my wife keep going bro so i just kept going i had to, i think i did a ton of stories but um people i came back and I, I i came back on sunday hosted a show at new york comedy club on monday and i walk in and people were like So tell me about that jam you ate. And I'm like, wait, how do you know? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I put my whole life on these Instagram stories. So people were coming up to me talking to me about my vacation as if they were there. You kind of did the same thing. With uh, with Kelly, because like you you know oh, sure about yeah, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: it's like I'm... you're like tough loss the other day huh? and you're like oh by the way I'm Christian you know <laughs> oh hi I know your life <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird it's it's an odd for sure. both parties in, in general yeah I, as a comedian I, it, yeah it happens more it's, yeah. just especially, especially when you maybe talk about something on stage and then immediately the person wants to talk to you exactly, uh, yeah. about it oh my god or it, sometimes even on this podcast we'll mention something and yeah
0: you know someone sees us in passing and they're like yo whatever happened with them I'm like oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a. Uh, interesting moment because we're I'm um, i'm hanging with all of them and then uh uh i know uh kelly she she got a um uh oh wait you know what i think i'm saying her name i think it's kathy it might be can oh wait I'm even, i mean i'm 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 just gonna oh i did, oh, now i feel like an idiot Am well I, look it i think it, i think it is guy i think it's Kyle. but She's maybe look it up real quick sure I mean, sure anyway but we could correct ourselves
0: <laughs> but, but how the, does it feel to be on this side
1: <laughs> no that happens that happens uh, uh her, her first name is not on on her twitter but whatever uh so uh but there was a moment when uh, I was... Miss uh, Lopez. Miss Lopez. We yeah. Miss Lopez. <laughs> I know it was a K. It was definitely okay. But she... Uh, we're all hanging out. We're having beers. Not, Tim's Army... Nicest human being Super It was very gracious Very nice Smithfield great place And I would, uh, a, a, a bunch of people They were awesome And then uh, The the news came out uh, After the game There was someone uh, a, a Timbers Army person That got their scarf Taken away from some NYCFC fans And maybe there was A, a fight A, 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 the a, rumor a scuffle is, I don't know exactly I think at like it the highest
0: Point of, of the rumors It was uh, You know What was it A family got beat up and they stole the scarf. And I yeah. don't think that that was the case either. But what we do know is that some type of scuffle took place and a photo was taken of them holding. What, it's, what Kathy. It, it's Kathy. Kathy. Sorry, Kathy, Great job for that. <laughs> uh, great job, Christian. What's up, Kathy? Uh, you know, by the way, I'm the one who gets everything right on this podcast. So just look towards me. Um, but a fight. And taking a picture with the scarf, like, you know, you know, I've said this on this podcast before. I'll say it again. Margaret Thatcher is not in office. We're not at war with the Falklands. Uh, Punk is not your favorite music. Please let this go. (laughs) This is not this isn't this is the least American thing. Uh, This isn't what we want in our sport. And if the fight was instigated or not. Posting the scarf on Instagram like you like you know you didn't you didn't steal the other team's mascot in high school yeah you know what I mean it's embarrassing and it's corny which I'm stealing your line because 100 percent true. It's corny. It's corny, and it's not who we are.
1: Yeah, it was a. It was it was weird being there in that moment. I'm like wearing NYCFC gear. Uh, all these Timbers fans are being super nice. Yeah, and then and then it's like, oh, you know, somebody just got uh, beaten up and get this scarf taken away. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, uh, that's not what we represent. Yeah, and that's <laughs> all of a sudden you're wearing a Timbers jersey.
0: You're like, <laughs> weird that those. Those other fans would do that. How do they? That's- the guy next to you is like, "Why am I
1: wearing my NYCFC jersey? How, how is that possible?" Yeah. He's just with one arm off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd even get it back on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's,
1: He's just a- having to run his neck. Um,
0: it's like, yeah, we hate these guys. Yeah, I know. right? get him. You're like, wait a minute, isn't he our friend?
1: No, uh, it was. It was. I, I'll, and I'll say this: simply being uh, th- that moment specifically was uh, nothing but embarrassing. It was a really, in that moment, I'm like, I I felt embarrassed to support the club in that moment. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like we're, I'm literally uh, uh, surrounded by these very, very kind people. And we just watched a soccer game and, and now we, we can joke around and, and, uh, and just be friendly afterwards. And to have this represent part of like their experience coming to uh, New York city is it's a shame as a New Yorker, as a fan of NYCFC. Right. As
0: as someone who we kind of, Trumpet ourselves as like you know, uh, you know leaders or not leaders, but like you know a louder voices of American soccer. We wanted to grow. Yeah, this is the the last thing we want. Yeah, is this style of you know whatever it is hooliganism, whatever it is. It's it's just it's just stupid. It's stupid across the board. It's not what anybody wants. It doesn't make us look cool. It Doesn't make us look good. And I can see why you're embarrassed. You know, we're we like to be representatives of the sport. We like to be representatives of the city. And you know. I'm the first one to say the city used to be tougher and you couldn't get away with a bunch of shit. And I mean, if like you told me that some dude wearing like Teva sandals with socks got beat up on the subway, I'd be like, I right, I get your point. <laughs> but like when, when you have uh, fans who have been nothing but gracious to us. Including NYCFC fans when they've traveled to Portland. Of course, there's been some skirmishes. There's always people just don't get along. The heat of the, the heat of the game, things like that happen. But they've been nothing but gracious to us, and now we're going to go and turn around. Yeah. And even if the guy was being a dick, I don't know the whole story. It, it, it turns out, you know, uh, whoever it was that got into that fight and stole the scarf might have been completely in the right. The wrong part of it is you posted on Instagram like you, you got yourself a big trophy.
1: Yeah. It's embarrassing, son. I mean, uh, t- t- taking the taking the Scarf or is, is is dumb in the first place because you could. I, they gave me a scarf. Igor gave me a timber scarf. Just, yeah, ask, posted, for the, just ask for the scarf. You posted that in,
0: in the group chat. There was a, not in the group chat, in, 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 a in a the comment fa- on in, in
1: the Facebook group. In the that, Facebook group. Yeah,
0: where you were like, you know, the saddest part is if you asked, they probably would have given you the scarf. That's just how nice they are. Yeah. And, you know, there's no bigger fan bases than Atlanta. There's no bigger fan bases than Seattle. There's no bigger fan bases than Portland. And you don't see them coming out trying to beat people up. Um, I don't think that's I don't think it's a symptom of the NYCFC fan. I know that a lot of this uh, sort of stuff has been put on the NYCFC fan. You know, Mark Fishkin tried to make a big deal of it when he was on our podcast. I think it's something that if this would have happened, New York City versus New York Rebels from either side makes sense. You know, yeah. there's a lot of animosity understand. there. Just sort of understand. Yeah, that. and I understand it. Portland, Portland, and Columbus are like the two teams where I'm like, why, why this, is just... why they've been nothing but nice to us the entire time? Why,
1: yeah, it makes... when everyone else hated us and yelled plastic at us? Yeah, there's no, there's no history of like where this is like even mildly warranted. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, it just it seems childish. It seems very posery. That's the, and honestly, the biggest disappointment for me is that it's like it's some people that I know. The people in the photo were like. I know some of these people. Well, I don't because I'm not a snitch. So you're not. Gonna no, I'm not, it's not, right. I'm not. It's not about snitching. Because, uh, look, that's already there, there's going to be sanctions. There's going to be a punishment. So that's that's not that's not
0: the issue. Apparently, there's sanctions coming down from the Red Bull thing yes. anyway. So
1: I, 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 if there are sanctions, it might
0: just be because of that. If not, who cares? The, and I know people listening to this podcast know who we're talking about and, you know, maybe are a little bit upset at us for the, the, the stance we're taking. But at the end of the day, it just makes us look bad, and it makes us look stupid, yo. Yeah, like this isn't, you know, if you stole a scarf from a Red Bull, like I, you know, and they did it to you. Like I kind of understand that. I don't want that to happen either, but I at least understand where that's
1: coming from. Portland, that's really what makes it even more ridiculous. It's like Port- Portland, Portland. You have seen Portlandia? I know what's, what's what's coming out of there. I mean, what just, are you- just what are you gonna. Have? Bully some vegan. Right. You want to make a point, (laughs) steal the Birkenstocks, you know? It's just such a macho, unnecessary, uh, just a a pointless action. That's really. uh, And again, and and it it sucked even more just in that moment, uh, surrounded by the kindness of all these people from Portland. Right. Uh, So. Which might I add Would make me angry You know people just being (laughs) Nice to me for no reason I'm like Yeah I don't trust you
0: Uh, Anyway so I'm Yeah I'm I'm the complete opposite Well I feel bad that I missed I missed Kathy I missed uh, Igor I missed Eric I missed everybody Uh, Sorry I wasn't in the country So I couldn't come But uh, next time And next time So Hopefully we go out there And do a little something Would that not be fun Portland Hey Portland That'd be nice Tell your friends in Atlanta To buy tickets for Atlanta
1: So we can prove (laughs) uh, That this is a good thing Yeah um. So we should. Um. So let's. Uh. Let's end the show. Yeah. And uh, I will say. Uh. You know. Uh.
0: Your reviews are great. Uh. Five stars helps. Not the one. <laughs> uh.
1: But five stars are awesome. So
0: we needed a couple more because of that guy. Uh. So throw a couple more five star ratings. Yeah. If you're, you're
1: listening to this, right, we 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 see the stats of where people listen. A lot of people listen on. The, the podcast app on iTunes, yeah. uh, on on their phones, which it's what two buttons to two get to button, the review, just can't review the damn thing. it's not even buttons, yo. You're tapping <laughs> on the screen, you know. I mean, you gotta, you still got a phone with buttons. Uh, Come what's on. going on? <laughs> Clicky clack, what you got? Your trio,
0: <laughs> clickety clack, <laughs> embarrassing You just heard my someone should steal your phone, never mind your scarf. Um, but. You know you know cl- click on a few of those links give us a review it would be great if anyone you know is an Atlanta United fan please tell them about the event I know we mentioned that tickets are flying there's still a bunch left um, and we want to prove we want to prove to the folks running the, the festival yeah. we want to prove to the industry that this works and we want to duplicate this in every major market, in every market, major, small, doesn't matter to us. Even second, you know, uh, second division, third division, we don't care. We want to go everywhere where soccer is played in America and in Canada, and we want to talk to you guys, and we want to have live events. There's going to be a ton. Of uh, special guest, surprise guests. Yeah,
1: we should let let uh, let's announce one. You're ready to announce one of we'll them. Not, well, announce uh, one of them. Uh, I so this will be exciting. Uh, the, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the first guest that we will be announcing uh, of Atlanta United, Julian Gressel. Ah, ah! come on, <laughs> Julian Gressel will be there, and uh, we're Jay Riddles, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, st- the guy who stalks. Yeah, his
0: uh, <laughs> what's that called? Um... We are not allowed to be uh, close to someone.
1: The restraining order.
0: Restraining order. His restraining order will not be in effect that night. <laughs> just, uh, it just.
1: might yeah. be the restraint order, not restraining. Order. It's restraining order. A restraint order. Like to show restraint uh, is what Jay needs to do. I, I might be right.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, nonetheless, uh, we're going to have a great time. Julian Gressel is, you know, been on the show before. He's one of our favorite players. Uh, we can't wait to talk to him. Uh, we can't wait to see, you know, how he feels about the new stadium and and yeah. we're still not sure if we're going to do like a Q&A and stuff like there may be an opportunity for the fans to talk to the players it's going to be huge whatever it is we do it's going to be huge and we do it for you guys yeah. so um Julian Russell is going to be there he is one of a handful of people that we are uh ready to announce and we will be announcing as we get closer um to the to the event itself uh so go to go to the link that we've tweeted out a bunch
1: yeah it's our, it's our pinned Tweet. You can uh, just go to uh, on our Twitter uh, at Soccer Cooligans. Just go get tickets right there. You can also go on our Facebook page, uh, and uh, and if you like our Facebook page, you can see the event there. So you can yeah. click that you're going to the event. Uh, you can uh, and uh, and also the the link for the tickets are there uh, are, And share well. the event. Share
0: yeah. the event. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't on Twitter that are uh, Atlanta United fans. Uh, we know there's a lot of you. Uh, yeah, because we've seen it
1: at we've, the stadium. We've seen okay. Those were not holograms. Yeah, in, no, in not scenes. at all.
0: And uh, we want to go and uh, we want to go and take a uh, you know a tour of the stadium and stuff. We want to do some stuff with the team. If you want to see that content, part of it is you got to get you know people out to this event, you know, and then that helps us go yeah, yeah. out there and do other stuff. Good. So make sure you get that done. Um, and. Uh, we may need help. We may need a videographer. Uh, so if there's anyone you know out there that's that wants to help us out, uh, wants to donate their time, that would be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so anyone, uh, you know, who is the kale? Who's the kale of Atlanta? <laughs> or... Let's start a GoFundMe to have Kale fly down to Atlanta.
1: <laughs> you know, maybe that's
0: it. Maybe that's what we do.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, we, it, it is going to be exciting. We, we are going to announce uh, some other guests uh, coming up. Oh, so make sure you, I mean, you, you're hearing this now. Now that uh, people know uh, who's going to be there, the tickets are going to go a little bit quicker. So hurry up and go and get tickets immediately as soon as yeah. you hear this. Yes. We
0: can't stress that there is a limited amount of tickets available. There's not going to be standing room. This is going to be one of those things where it, once you fill the room, the venue is like, I can't. Yeah, yeah we can't do it. So um, so,
1: so make sure you do that. And we will be announcing uh, some other guests. For yeah, real, real and if you then.
0: buy tickets to the event... It's their $10 tickets. You get $10 off passes to the rest of the Uh, festival. The Red Clay Comics. Yeah. So Kyle Cadane, Nikki Glazer, a bunch of famous comics are going to be there. Us, we're going to be doing shows. So if you want to see us perform in your city outside of just this event, buy tickets to the, uh, get yourself a three day pass. I think there's still a few of those left. A bunch of them have been sold out. Go out, buy some tickets. Buy this ticket, get yourself ten percent off the rest of the pass. It's almost like, or not 10%, ten percent, ten dollars off. It's almost like you didn't buy the ticket at all. It's almost like all you did was buy the pass. So go ahead and do that. Um, and then of course, of course, there's uh, the code Cooligans also gets you a discount. Um, I believe on the on the pass, yes. on the pass, yeah. So I mean, come on, it's almost like you're getting free money, you know? Yeah, free money's nice. Come on now. All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all the stuff. Yeah. Right? And once again, shout out to Tropic Sounders, Tropic Sounders Cuba, um, everybody out there. I hope everyone's okay. Um, if you need anything, let us know, dude. And um, our fans and us will be more than happy to help as best we can. Exactly.
1: So, uh, again, thank you again for listening. Uh, we appreciate it very, very. We love you guys so much. We. Lo- I mean, it is love.
0: The way that Alexi Lalas is upset with men's national team is how much we love you. Look at that with the same
1: equal rage we 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 it's rage love we
0: love hard we love very hard
1: (laughs) very very hard Uh,
0: (laughs) what better way to end (laughs) thanks Matt Doyle
1: (laughs) then my laptop falls off (laughs) off a little too hard
0: (laughs) (laughs) so hard we broke a light or the light almost killed us (laughs) so we hope we didn't scare you on that part of the podcast Matt Doyle thanks so much for coming on fans thank you so much for listening you guys are the absolute best and the reason we do this all if you live in Atlanta buy tickets if you don't live in Atlanta tell your friends in Atlanta to buy tickets if you don't live have friends who live in Atlanta and you don't live in in Atlanta, you can't come and you don't want to fly out, leave us a five star review. It'll help us out. My <laughs> name is Alexis Guerrero. My name
1: is Christian Polanco. Together, what are we?
0: The cool